This is the XNC Podcast, your Xbox newscast, featuring Colt Eastwood and Mag, hosting industry interviews and gaming talk live on YouTube every Monday night at 5 p.m. on the West Coast, 8 p.m. on the East Coast. For all of you listening around the world, XNC Podcast is available on demand on Spotify, Google, and Apple Podcasts. Welcome to the show. Join the chat, hit the like button, and let's get into this week's topics with the Xbox newscast. Welcome to the XNC Podcast. <laughs> I was going to say, soon to be rebranded. No, I'm just kidding. We are on episode 136. Uh, we're, we're experiencing over here on my side some slightly um, chuggy internet, but we'll deal with it, I suppose. Welcome mm-hmm. to the show. Meg, how are you? I'm doing fabulous. And you know what? Because Canada's internet is three times more powerful than the U.S., we have no problems up here. So, Mm -hmm. you know what? Uh, If you guys want to come to the new show, it's going to be called the MNC Show. The MAG News Podcast is going to be starting next week on my channel. And, uh, you know, because, you know, we have proper internet. Anyways, Colt, I'm doing wonderful. How's everybody doing? I see the chat's already rolling in quite nicely. And, uh, yeah, uh, we got some things to talk about this week. Uh, It's kind of funny that the the thing that everybody wants to talk about is happening in three days. Uh, but uh, we'll get to that later on the show. So uh, let's uh, let's get going, buddy. Yeah, I, I mean, I'm 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 feeling indifferent. I, what a great show we had last week, and uh, amongst all the laughs and the uh, the fun stories we told and our opinions we gave, I feel like um, with you and then I had Fonz and Hargeet and Red Wolf. Like it was pretty level headed discussion. The chat was really good as well. Uh, nobody freaked out. Nobody kicked their Xbox. Nobody made uh, promises of uh, negative grandeur uh, on on the cusp of the news for last week. So here we are, an entire week, like Mag said, where I was hoping Xbox would get this business update pushed out early in the week. But as they say, um, it, they, they tend to give bad news at the end of the week. That way people have the weekend to... <laughs> <laughs> That's why you get fired on Fridays. <laughs> Right. Yes. Yeah. yeah like well, my favorite movie, Office Space. Right. They're they're like we oh, tend to find it's better to let people go on Friday. Um, that way, there's not an incident. So, um, welcome everybody. Uh, a lot of changes going on in the channel. A lot of. Um, I'll just put this out up front. I didn't plan to say anything like this, but you know, I'm I've been covering Xbox for about seven or eight years on this channel. And whenever I go to make content, I'm always like, hmm, should I cover this thing or that game or whatever? And sometimes I feel like, well, my Xbox audience might not care about this multiplat or, you know, uh, like maybe my audience wouldn't care to see a video from me about Star Wars Outlaw because everybody can get that game. And so uh, I'd like to remove that restriction for myself. Of course, these games always come to Xbox, so that's not going to change, but... I think that's just one of those things, Meg, where when you make content or when you, or when you do a podcast, like we don't always just talk about Xbox here because we don't live in a vacuum. No, and it's kind of silly because I've seen that in some of the, not the live chat, because the live chat, everybody here rocks uh, because you guys are the ride or dies. Um, it's the comments after, you know, the ones that show up on YouTube, like after the replay, which I don't read anymore because those people are just so off evil, evil and toxic for the most part, not everybody. Uh, but uh, the funny thing is they're like, Hey, Meg, why don't you keep it the Xbox topic? I'm like, because the entire industry doesn't revolve around Xbox for, for Christ's sake. You know what I mean? It's like, Apparently. there are other factors out there. There's Steam, there's PlayStation, there's Nintendo, there's the Ouya, there's a whatever, right? There's all these different things out there. And I'm like, 
you can't what I have to just stick my my head at, like in the sand like a like an ostrich and just be like Xbox 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 Xbox. I understand the name of the show. But like when you're talking about that specific topic, other ones tend to come into play, folks. It's not an echo chamber. You want an echo chamber? Go yell at yourself in the bathroom in front of the mirror. You know what I mean? Right. You know while you cry yourself to sleep. I don't know, whatever you want to do. But uh, yeah, that's not how it works, man. So like you know, there's no issue with you doing you 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 do with what you do you, and mm. whoever's gonna be there is gonna be there. I do me, and whoever's gonna be there is gonna be there. There's always gonna be the fu mag people, and then there's always gonna be people that would just be like, hey man, you know what we love? Actually, I got a lot of messages uh, in the last week saying, you know what we love? Uh, you know what I love about you, Mag, is that you just tell like it is. You don't care what anybody thinks about it, and I'm like, I don't. I don't care what anybody thinks about it. I, I'm obviously respectful. I'm not. I'm not. You know, I'm not a jerk. But I'm saying my personal feelings are my feelings, and the things I want to cover, the things I want to talk about, I will speak about. If you don't want to hear it, go somewhere else. Like, there are male strip clubs out there. No one's forcing you to go inside them. But we do. You know what I mean? They're there. Of course we do. Obviously we do. I mean, how do you think I earned that extra money? Uh, Anyways, the point is, is that these things are there. doesn't mean you have to do them. doesn't mean you have to listen. If the movie's out there, it doesn't mean you have to watch them. You have all these choices. So, Colt, you do you, dude. If it's Hell Divers 2 and you want to play it, then play it like I did this weekend. How was it? Can you please talk to me about games now? Yeah, so during the show, I don't often put gameplay on, but if that's okay with you guys, we're going to have a little bit of gameplay. There's about 20 minutes or so of Hell Divers, and then I'm going to get into Enshrouded, which is a game that's probably coming to Xbox and PlayStation soon, so that will be on the screen. Um, Hell Divers is um, the best way for me to review it with, I don't know, couple hours uh four or five matches is it's basically a pack-in game that you would get with uh a big campaign third-person shooter or mag it's one of those um end of the 360 ps3 generation when everybody was making a multiplayer based third-person cover shooter uh, that's what hell divers 2 is it looks great it feels good gunplay is punchy feels great but in the end you're mostly shooting Stupid bugs that aren't fun to shoot even in Starfield uh, or in Far Cry Lost on Mars DLC, if you played that. Um, I've played a few matches. I played a couple of matches with Gaz, and I just said, you know what? I, I, I'm not going to... I don't like this game. I don't think it's uh, something that I would be playing very long because they just drop you in a random location on Terrorized from Aliens Earth. There's also some robots you fight. And it just feels very one-dimensional. But... But everybody seems to really like it. And Steam reviewers have been praising the game and is sitting at like a mid-80s on user reviews. But, Mag, it's been out for a solid five days. You know what the game is after one to two matches. Not a single Metacritic industry professional review has dropped for Helldivers 2 five days in. Your That's thoughts? Great. I- that is very strange. I, I understand it's doing very well. I've almost pulled the trigger, no pun intended, a couple times because uh, up here in Canada, it's only forty nine ninety nine. So I would imagine the U.S. it's what, like thirty nine. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinarian developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Like yep. $10 yep. cheaper? Okay, okay. So that's yep. that's 
that's like buying little nightmares. You know what I mean? It's not a massive commitment. It's uh, it's just a smaller commitment. But my only fear, as I'm, you know, I'm trudging through three different, as as uh, I've mentioned on a few shows now, is uh, trudging through three different Call of Duties right now, <laughs> um, just because I I wanted to catch up on a bunch of them, um, and uh, I just don't see myself having time to get over to it. And the other thing is, is that I'm afraid that by the time I get the game and get into it, the community might move on to something else. If it turns into some like completely, you know, some complete phenomenon that that cannot be ignored, um, then I'd be like, all right, you know what? Then I'll pull the trigger on this thing. It's not a bandwagon thing. It's just I want to make sure that there's a there's a there's a, there's a community out there that I'd be able to play with because I don't want to get this game and be like, all right, who's in? And everybody's like, uh, bro, we're <laughs> no we're, we're totally playing something else. Yeah, we like you know what I mean. We're off to something else. That's what so, some of the reviews that have come in, like from users or some preview. Like, there's nothing official out, and this was one of the games where I was I waiting for that Metacritic to give me the final confirmation if I should spend the 40 bucks, because I'm like, well, I kind of want to see if this game sits at a certain number before I buy it, and I also know that it's going to be very, very difficult for me to find my friends to play. Like, my friends that are on Steam are not interested in this game. Gaz got it, so I, I went ahead and picked it up Sunday afternoon, and we couldn't even connect to play before the big football game, but then... um we played today, and I'm like, bro, I don't think I'm going to stick with this. And he's like, yeah, it's cool, but it's more like a, a Earth Defense Force than anything. It's very campy on purpose. It looks great. Um, you're seeing it kind of fluctuate in frame rate because the internet on my side is kind of back and forth right now. But it runs great on PC. I was playing it on my Starfield controller, and um, I don't know. I, I just thought, Someone's what's that? No, I say K1 in the chat says Eurogamer gave it a 6 out of 10, so that's something. Yeah, I mean, it's kind of hard to be harsh on a game that has really sound mechanics, plays really well, but it's like how much fun factor. Like, I haven't really found myself having a lot of fun playing it. Like, you can't knock a game because it doesn't, like, make you cry. So, uh... it, you know, it'd be interesting. Actually, I think it would be a great idea is after a few months, they should drop it on uh, PS Plus. Yeah, they the might reason have to. why is, you know what I mean? Like if the numbers start to dwindle down and like the, the, the player base is moving on to other games or whatever, and then people are having trouble finding matches, throw it on PlayStation Plus and you watch those numbers shoot through the roof again, right? So that, that'd be something, maybe not day and date because that clearly worked, the, the not going day and date because Steam had some great numbers, uh, PlayStation had some great numbers with the sales of the game, and uh, they're doing well, and uh, they're happy. they're actually overwhelmed because it shot past their their targets right so they said oh well we had expectations around here and they've already blown way past those expectations so yeah yeah it's doing really well they're, 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 right so it's doing well so but if those but if the sales start dropping and if the player base starts to drop and engagement slows down throw it on playstation plus in the next month and you watch it shoot through the roof again because you're going to get all those people who are on the fence are not going to you know what i mean they're, they're not going to hesitate because if you already got playstation plus you can just download hell divers now one quick question i know somebody mentioned before it says oh it kind of reminds me of like outriders is it does it have that vibe no, no? okay all right all right no just, no it's a you know four player co-op you drop in you're in a randomized area you have to stay within the mission boundaries uh the okay. gunplay like i said is really good but there's nothing okay. there's not you can't really explore the the objectives are like go and turn on this pump, raise a flag and get out of there for extraction. Like we've done this, but it really has that feeling of procedurally generated content all around. I also okay. expect at Helldivers 2 because it's sound, it looks great. 
and people are enjoying it for what it is in the first week that it's just scoring the eighties to mid eighties, maybe even high eighties. So, and it's cool that it's 40 bucks. So I, I don't have these, uh, I don't have this crazy expectation that it's supposed to be something that it's not. But when, after I played five or six matches, I'm like, I just don't think it's for me. And I don't think I'm going to spend much time on it. So, um, yeah, cool. that's cool. Maybe I'll yeah. just wait until, um, they will, or maybe there's a possibility it'll eventually drop on PlayStation Plus. And it's not about the money. It really isn't. It's just I don't want to yeah. get it. And then all of a sudden, the community just dies in like four or five days or whatever. And everybody moves on to whatever, yeah. right? To whatever the new hotness is. Uh, well, Final Fantasy VII Rebirth, at least on the PlayStation side, um, would be the biggest AAA that's coming in the next sort of, you know, release window, right? So, yeah. You know, so maybe maybe we'll move on. So I'll just kind of keep an eye on it. But um, like I said, if it ends up on PlayStation Plus, I'll play it. If not, I, I really don't see, like, I don't have a huge PlayStation community on my side of, like, you know, with my followers and stuff. I do. Like, I have, like, you know, but they're all playing other stuff. Yeah. So I, I, I purposely go down and I check the list and I see what everybody's playing. And very few of them are playing Helldivers. So I was just like, all right, well, maybe I'll just wait. Yeah. And if it ends up on PS Plus, then I'll play it. But until yeah. then, on to other topics. <laughs> uh, I'll scrub. Uh, here we go. We'll, we'll go about right here. We'll, we'll get in shrouded for the rest. We're done talking about hell divers. Yeah. I don't know that that would be my recommendation. If you guys think it looks cool, uh, go check it out. It's on a, on a half price game basically. So where are we on topics? It, it, it is a bit crazy just to let you know, guys know what we're going to be talking about today. We're going to talk about the, uh, <laughs> I want to talk briefly before we get started about the parasocial relationship, a phrase that I learned this past week. Uh, with Xbox and the fans. We'll talk about that. We're going to talk about Game Pass and console changes that are coming with this business update. Some of the new leaks that continue to be fleshed out. It's super weird. And we're going to approach everything with, uh, let's just wait and see, but we're going to also give our opinion on that. Also, we're going to talk about the new Xbox hardware roadmap, which Mag touched on last week. One of the first to break it. We're also going to talk about a new crazy curveball that's coming in. And I've checked in with a couple of experts behind the scenes about what this new hardware means for Xbox. We'll dive into that in the show. Before we do that, you know, let's see where are we at today on the show. Um, oops, wrong button. Thank you, everybody, for being here. We've got uh, almost almost 900-plus people watching, 930 people. Thank you so much. Hit the like button if you're here and having a good time. We appreciate you. We'll get to super chats and questions as we kind of check those out on the chat. Um Oh, I just can't shake that. Like, I just wanted to get this update over with and talked about. So we're going to cover some of the new developments that are coming for that. We do that. Meg and I want to give an opportunity to share out the amazing lawnmower 5.0. <laughs> I love doing these ad reads. So they're, they're fun, but we've got the manscaped 5.0. We've got the XC uh. 20% off coupon code. Is that what you call it? Do you call it coupon over there? Or do you call it? Coupon or coupon over there in, in Canada? Who the hell calls it a coupon? That sounds Me, ridiculous. Meg? It sounds like a planet in Star Trek. It's like, wolf, slow it down to 1.5, wolf. We're going to land on coupon. Oh, would you like yeah, a 20% that... coupon, sir? Oh, Chat, let us know which word, which do you use, the Q or the coup? Uh, Meg, what do you think about the lawnmower 5.0? It's uh, 20% I gotta off. I got to tell you. I got it. First of all, 20% off is an incredible... Whoa, how about that? Yeah. Let me tell you something. 20% off, you cannot beat that price. And let me tell you why. This product is absolutely top tier. It is incredible. The, the charging is incredibly fast. Like 45 minutes, this battery just, you know, just blazes. And it, not during the show, Colt. That's ridiculous. Oh, sorry? Yeah. 
So, anyways, let me tell you something. This thing's amazing. It's got the USB-C charger, whatever. It's powerful. It's gentle, just like me. And uh, it, I got to tell you. It's, powerful it's and gentle. Powerful yet gentle, just like the mag. That's right. Uh, that's right, ladies. But anyways, the thing is, at the end of the day, this thing shaves beautifully. It leaves your skin silky and smooth. It's wonderful. And let me tell you something. There's no fear of Manscaped ever going third party. That's right. They're going to be a first party product with exclusives like the fi with the Lawnmower 5.0. And of course, all the other different balms and shampoos and creams and conditioners that you can buy for your body, your balls, your head, your face, your crotch, your everything. Everything. Manscaped. That's right. Tell them the code in order to get that 20% off discount there, Colt. It's just XNC, which is also the name of this podcast. Hit that the like button correct. if you're here. Let's talk about the news, Mag. Let's get yes. into the news, baby. We are All going right. to talk about... Oh, this is kind of a funny one. Apparently, there's been complaints about Xbox's parasocial relationship. And I had to ask somebody. I'm like, I've never heard of that before. I think I know what it means, but I've never heard it used in, in life. But I'm sure you know what it means, right, Mag? But like coupon? <clears throat> Sorry. Yeah. yeah. The uh, the parasocial relationship that Xbox has with their fans. <laughs> Xbox being a platform that constantly yeah. reaches out or replies on social media, sure. um, yeah. plays games with some of their fans, meets it up with them at FanFest, takes pictures with them. Apparently, this is a major, major problem with people who aren't loving the Xbox They're platform. There's a there's a there's a give and take there, and uh, of course it, it's always amazing that you have people out there that that you want to go for that more personal touch when it comes to business. But also let's let's also not lose sight that this is business. That is part of their job too, and they've made it part of their culture, their their work culture, which is great. It's very similar to like the NFL, the NBA, M MLB, uh, NHL. Where the players of all have that, you know, they all they have that code of conduct that they have to have. They, you know, you have to be nice to fans. You have you mm -hmm. if you have time, you take pictures and autographs. And then of course they do charities. That's all part of the contracts and everything else. Guaranteed, Microsoft is no different in terms of maybe the Xbox division because there's a lot of interaction with the community, especially in the gaming community. Right? I'm you know I I can't see that many people getting all riled up about the Windows division or the Surface division. Right? I could see that with Xbox. Um, again, because it's a very interactive experience gaming. So, you know, like I said, it's wonderful that they do all that stuff. But at the end of the day, you also know that they're getting paid to do that stuff. So that's part of their job. And, and that, that's part of their culture and what they decide to do. It's great. And you oh, can it's like a grassroots people. thing, though, Mag. I want to ask you. Well, you can you... Speak to Phil and say, hey, Phil, why don't we have a ba King David did it, like, what, five years ago? And he's like, uh, he was like, hey, Phil, why don't we have a baseball game on Xbox? Right, he asked Phil about that, and then oh, he okay. says, I'll, "I'll look into that, or <laughs> whatever." But whether he did or not is entirely, you know, uh, whatever, inconsequential. But I mean, it ended up fine. Uh, funnily enough, a couple of years later, MLB The Show ended up on Game Pass. So whether that's a complete coinky dink or not, I don't know. But at least you're able to put faces to names. You could speak to people. You go to the conventions. You go to the shows. You go to the whatevers, and they're there. And that's pretty cool because you can't do that with anybody else. I mean, you've got the uh, what? Well, Fiza May was amazing uh, when he was yeah. with Nintendo and everything else, um, and then uh, Layton with uh, Sony and all that. But like now, it's almost like Willy Wonka style. You know what I mean? Like the, the factories are closed, the executives are locked in. No one's seen them. You know what I mean? No one sees them in the well, wild. Well, there's more. There's more to it than that, Meg, because PlayStation used to really do this grassroots reach out to the customers, reach out to the fans and keep this narrative going because during the PS3 era, they were really losing 
ground against the Xbox 360. But now the Xbox has been doing this for the better part of 10 years where they have just tried to, oh, you know, oh, we're personable and we're connected to the fans because let's face it, for the past decade, they've hardly ever created or provided games for their platform. When you look at the grand scheme of, of what's coming, uh, some of the problems that people have is that Phil will reply to people. People always tag Phil to do at Xbox P3, oh, yeah, yeah, knowing yeah. that eventually one of them is going to get a response, and they do. But what other company, I have to ask, chat, and shout out to a 1,000 people who are here. We really appreciate you guys so much. We're going to do the best we can to approach this reasonably. I know there's been people out there, sidebar, right? Mag, there's people out there who have been really super upset with this. One of my close friends has like really been strong and and outspoken about what's going on. And then I talked to him on the phone and he's very calm, but it kind of comes with like that outward, uh, the, what do you call it? The, uh, primal scream therapy that they're going through as they get on spaces or they go out and they tweet angry, frustrated things about what's going on with their platform. A lot of you who are probably here have, um, we can admit there's a little bit of an identity thing that comes with our favorite platform, our favorite hobby, our favorite thing, uh, you know, like Red Wolf in the chat, he identifies as a commander shepherd. That's one of his favorite things. He also com- identifies as an idiot and he's my favorite, but you know, Mag, I know you, I, wow. you, yeah. <laughs> I'm just kidding. You, you identify yourself as being a, as a gaming fan, a guy who's far too old to be playing games like me. Right. Well, there's a little no. bit of identity. Uh, I joke, joking aside, there's all that identity <laughs> with, um, with our favorite platform. We see it on the PlayStation side. We see it with Nintendo, PCMR, it's normal. But Xbox has this parasocial relationship with the fans. And what other, after that speech, Meg, what other company in the world in any product is having to have a business update to tell their customers where in the heck they're going? You see, this is now there. That's where there's a bit of a fine line here where I think some people, some people, not everybody, not everybody freaked out, uh, but you know, some people freaked out and whatever else. And I think a lot of that has to do with I think that some people feel that the executives are their friends. And I keep telling uh-huh. them over and over, I'm like, just because they talk to you, like I've even had a, a personal interaction with Phil, not in person, uh, over email, but that was years ago, about um, a, a charity stream that was going on or whatever, right? And um, I'm, I'm not going to say anything beyond that because that was just a private little conversation. And okay. you know, he he reached, he got back to me. I couldn't believe it. I Did was he call like, you what? handsome? Obviously, he called me handsome. Why wouldn't he? Um, and I was at the gym at the time when he messaged me. So anyway, the point is, is that yes, they're all there, but I'm not. I don't make any qualms or any like you know any disillusions that these people are my friends they're not my friends this is their job that's their business it's like what i do in my in my in my job yes i have a very uh, um you know i'm a very personal relationship with a lot of <laughs> i shouldn't say that like that but i have uh, you know relationships with all the people that, that not only that i work with and a rapport with also the people that i deal business with and i'm approachable and they know that i'm approachable doesn't mean i'm their friends doesn't mean i'm going to call them on the weekends doesn't mean i'm going to do that because the minute i step out of that building i don't think about it anymore Right. So, you know what I mean? So there, there is that. So the problem is, I think a lot of people got really emotional about it because they really think that they have a connection with these people. And I'm like, guys, please don't fool yourselves. You don't have a personal you know, connection to these people or the brand or anything. At the end of the day, it's a product the same as like going to the grocery store and buying a grapefruit. It's just money. It's just, you know what I mean? Like, you go, like, you're going to freak Look, out because they just, well, I mean, I don't come, know. Come on, a grapefruit is like 37 cents a pound or whatever. And, 
and these consoles that we, saying, we've spent. I'm just saying, I, I understand the spending of the money, but yeah, you know, yeah. I've also spent like hundreds of thousands of dollars on cars for 25 years. You hear me crying because like one of the companies changes the model or they change their business practice. No, I'll just go get another car. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. like they're, they're, it's all relative in terms of money. I'm not talking about the money aspect. I'm talking about how this all like like people are taking a little bit too personal when it comes yeah. to the pro. It's a product, and hey. these people make that product and sell it. That's it. Oh. Beyond that, these decisions are yours personally. Sorry, go ahead. <laughs> yes, you in the front row. You without the glasses Thanks, in the front row with the with the manscaped manscaped twenty percent off XNC. You with the manscaped uh, with the manscaped chest. Uh, uh, yes, thank you, a long time listener, first time caller. Uh, yeah. Frizzle Frizzle in the chat, who's a channel member, he said that I freaked out in my video about the third party thing on Monday, and I said no, not in the slightest. I'll explain that in a second. He goes, yeah, but you added to the panic. I'm like, hmm, no. Uh, I hope that you guys got a chance to watch that video that I dropped like in the afternoon before we went live last week. What an epic week of everybody in their, in their feelings that that video was what 12 and a half minutes long. And I was very, very measured, uh, because fizzle, I freaked out with my friends like Rand mag gaz behind the scenes. Like we got on the phone. I was like, Oh my gosh, I'm so scared right now. <laughs> Not really, but I mean, we did. We vented our frustrations on the phone. We all did. We're like, if it, we, we kind of approached it like this, man, if they're going to put like Starfield, which we'll get into those things in a minute, if they're going to start putting all their games on, like, what does this mean? Like, what does this mean for my channel and my, my side job as YouTube? What does this mean for the fans that I hang out with? What does this mean for the platform? What does it mean for the games I own? Blah, blah, blah. But when I made that video, I was very measured and I didn't get upset. And when we were on the podcast, Maggie said, we, I think yeah. we did a pretty good job. We, we made jokes here or there. I think, um, well, yeah, I yeah. also released, I also uh, put out a little video that, uh, I think it was on the Sunday night, Saturday night, Sunday night. I can't remember Sunday which night. one it was. Was it Sunday night? And I talked about, it. it got a lot of, it got a lot of traffic, a lot of people checking it out. And what I ended up talking about, I'm just like, listen, guys, it's not that bad. At the end of the day, they're going to make whatever business decisions that they want and this and that, whatever. And that's fine. Whatever whatever direction they go into is entirely up to them. You don't run the business. You don't own it. You're not part of it. Um, and, and of course, let's not forget, you're also a small, I know it sucks, but you're also a small minority of people that really make a lot of noise, but are not going to make a lot of change. Unless, of course, yeah, you vote sure. with your wallet. But that's another. But that's a whole other story. But the thing is, what I said at the end of the day, your product's not going anywhere. Your digital library's not going anywhere. Your console's not going anywhere. We already know. I already know. We already know as a fact that there's another generation of consoles coming. And, and I said it like, I've been saying it forever. And then, of course, Phil And then Phil it said it after you said that. Right. Yeah, yeah. and he confirmed it. He confirmed yeah. exactly what we'd all already knew. So everybody, I just said, guys, it's not that big of a deal. Just relax. It's all good. Everything will be fine. But Thank you, Meg. some people are still going to freak out, and that's fine. It's fine. And you know the thing is, at the end of the day, if they go in a direction that's going to bury themselves, then that's on them. That's not on me. I don't care. I'm not going to cry about it. I'm not going to freak out about it. I'm going to be like, oh, well, people make bad decisions all the time. Why wouldn't they? You know what I mean? It's like, like no one is immune to making poor decisions. And if they decide to do something that buries them, then that's the way it goes. There's nothing you could do to change it. It's sad. You'd be like, oh, man, it sucks. You know, like, go ask a Raiders fan. Okay, go ask a Raiders fan. They go from L.A. to Oakland to Las Vegas. The next thing you know, they're going to be in Guadalajara. They're going to be in Argentina next. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. give me a break. 
Like things happen, and they and, and they happen, and that's just the way it's gonna be. What are you gonna do? Yeah, Nothing. and just enjoy really what you important. got, and you'll have it. It's really important that Meg said that because we are all approaching this as some of this is an eventuality, and I certainly was not keen for us to get on the show this week or last week and say what would happen if everything came to PlayStation Five. Because I don't, don't think don't that's the reality. Any, we don't know any of this stuff. We but. don't know what's going to happen exactly. I mean, we've heard... I mean, there are things you can't ignore, Cold. I mean, the fact sure. that everybody heard the same story, not the specific titles, but everybody heard the same story. Not everybody, but a lot of people in the community. And they all got it from their people and this and that, whatever. There's got to be something to that. But we don't know. I'm not going to say it's 100% this, it's 100% that, because we don't know. That's the That's yeah. the... The most educated answer that you could possibly get until Thursday, and I'm and I'm telling you right now, I don't even think Thursday. To be quite honest, I don't think you're going to get an answer either. I think it's going to be more gobbledygook that coming out of their mouths <laughs> than the, the corporate okay. bull crap. <laughs> and 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 there's going to be more questions than answers, Colt, because if Let, they don't nail it down, say what? Okay, sorry, go ahead. No, 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 no. I'm no, I'm just I'm just riding on the back, uh, you know, just piggyback with you on that because I want to talk about that in just a moment because I think Mag and I are on the same page without even discussing that pre-show that I think there will be more questions and answers and Microsoft or Xbox. Well, let's say Matt Booty, Sarah Bond and Phil Spencer cannot say case by case basis any longer. That, no, that cannot be a word before we get into that. I'm going to grab a couple of supers that start off the show. Bionic Wolf who has been a channel member for five months says Phil and company better be very direct and clear. Even though I expect chaos. Bionic Wolf is so keyed in. And we'll get into yeah. that. Face 23, Brooklyn, New York. Thank you so much for the $2 super chat. He says, Helldivers 2 is Starship Troopers. And he's so right. It is. It's it's campy like that uh, in on purpose. And it totally gives you that vibe. Um, the Longhouse Gaming Podcast. Thank you for the super chat. He says, just wanted to say, what's Gucci? Black Viking. Oh, yeah. It's Black Viking from the Longhouse Gaming Podcast. Hey! All right. <laughs> yeah. Um, He's been hey. very active. He's been very active on social media lately, so I've been watching. I've been following all that. Even if I, if I don't answer to everything, I still see it all. So yeah. I, I love yeah, Black Viking. He said something today where I was like, bro. I think he was something like, uh, I'm expecting some good news. We'll see. And I'm like, I don't know, bro. I don't... I, Listen, the man. whole business update doesn't, doesn't carry the same weight as Xbox Game Showcase. Um, no, I know it's, that's not what he means. But. We're allowed to disagree with each other. I've had people... I've had arguments with people that I walked away from in the last week. I'm like, listen, it's not even worth my time and trouble. I got actual work to do. And I just do it. But we're still following each other. We're still friends. We're still whatever. We still talk. There's still DMs. It, it's the same as like your friends and your family. You're going to agree with them 24-7? No, you're going to argue with about stuff and whatever. And you may not see eye to eye. It's just the way it goes. But anyways, what's up? Yeah. Either way. Yeah, yeah no, he's a good on. dude. He's a good dude. Yes. I know everybody's like hoping for the best and I, there's going to be some positive things there i'm sure but there will there will there will we'll get into it boner jams with the ten dollars super chat you missed him he i read his when you ducked out when you were done for the night last week he says heard this is the place to get some Fortnite cheat codes <laughs> at colt 45 wood and mag the sexiest duo on the tubes love you guys have a great week everyone shout out to boner jams and under the bus podcast on wednesdays all right we got abdel 114 channel hey, member chat up, buddy how you been abdel Thank you for being here. Uh, hopefully the show is running okay. I'm looking down at, at the stream, which doesn't show me the health of it until I go live, but it's like red and green all over. Red, what's red and green? Very Christmasy. 
Yes. <laughs> yeah. Very festive, very festive podcast we're having tonight. Yes, carry on, Colt. He says Series X sold less than Xbox One, yet it is a better third party. It has better third party support. Just saying. Mag, the GOAT, aka the Series S of gaming. Shout out to Dirt Greedy. Talk that smack. I think that's what the S stands for. Smack. Thank you. Yeah. Appreciate that. Yes. Quick gameplay. Thank you so much for the Canadian Five. He says, breaking news. Manscaped purchased by Microsoft. Going third party. Never. It'll always be exclusive. No, 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 no. It'll always be exclusive to your crotch. Yes. Carry on, Cole. <laughs> to you and yours, right? That's to correct. You, to you and yours. Sith Lord, our good friend. Sith He's Lord. Been, Sith Lord, baby. Sith Lord with fi 15 months of just being nice all the time. He says, Colt Mag, the Daytona 500 is Sunday. Can't wait. Thursday's busy. Nintendo. Nintendo also has an event on Thursday, That's I think. That's correct. Xbox, NASCAR, all of announcements should make Friday morning even more interesting. Hey, true. shout out to Tom Warren in the chat. He waved. I'd love to have Tom Warren on, but I'm like, I'd have to do the show at like two in the afternoon. And we started at five over here on the West Coast. Right. Um, good evening, just, Tom. We're just. Be or, or good morning in his case. Good morning. Yes. No, well. I don't call it morning till the sun's up. I don't care what people say, but he's up late. He's probably, he's probably laying in his bed going, Oh, let's see if the world's ready to burn. Yeah. He's been a good guy. He's messaged me a little bit. I want to get him on the show. Um, yeah, he's such a good dude. Shout out to Tom Warren. Also, I'm sure Tom's getting, he, Tom's like reporting the news, reporting what I'm hearing, reporting the leaks. And then people are like, yeah, you are that, terrible. See, that's what I was talking about uh, last week and well, the last couple of weeks. And actually, even before that, when I was talking about the Game Awards and everything else and all the leaks that, uh, that I heard about there. And I just report a couple of things. I'm like, listen, this is what I heard. This is what crossed my plate, whatever. And then people report on it, which is fine, obviously. I have no issues with that. But then the comments, oh, my God. He's a liar. <laughs> you lie. Yeah, he's a scumbag. He going to get cooked this week. He got, and I'm like, what is wrong with you? Jesus Christ. Everybody guys. thinks they're in the WWE. Oh, hold on. I just got a text from someone. Oh, he's a trust. He's a trust me, bro. Source. That's my favorite one. That's my favorite one. Mag source. Trust me, bro. And I'm like, no, but okay, sure. No problem. Whatever you believe. Bro. Yeah. I just what? got a text from someone. Yeah. What does Phil want? No, I'm just joking. Yeah. <laughs> everyone. So uh, I'm trying to figure out if I should apologize for completely comically overreacting to a text I got while red and, and Fonz were on the show. Like it was a total over, yeah, whatever you guys know anybody. Who, I think anybody who's not looking to like go on a witch hunt knew that I was completely overreacting with a text that literally said, don't believe everything you read next week will be better. I mean, going into the show, right? When we started the show last week, we were like, all right. He, because Sunday before it was like blowing up. Yeah, I'm sorry. The stream keeps crashing, guys. I yeah, I don't... we we lost 700 people. Yeah, uh, I would restart my router, but last time it didn't matter, so it didn't do anything. Uh, what was I going to say? <laughs> oh yeah, we started the show last week. Like they're talking about putting Starfield and Indiana Jones on PlayStation this year. Like. This is like a big deal. This is this is not good for diehard Xbox fans. And then to hear a, uh, a message say next week will be better, I thought, oh, that's pretty hopeful. And then I go, and everyone just made it a meme. But hey, oh well, whatever. you knew that was coming. By the way, Evan in the chat, funniest thing made me laugh. He's <laughs> when the stream dropped, he goes dropped again, just like Xbox exclusivity. Bro, it's the truth. It's the truth. I love it. 
Uh, Evan, you you win the comment of the night so far. By the way, someone someone's got to up up the up the game here. Come on, let's see if we can uh, get anybody to compete with that line. Carry yeah. on, Colt. Yeah, I woke up with my surprise face like everywhere. Um, mm-hmm. But hey, fame it's it's the best. We got Ichabod Crane with five dollars super chat. Says Satya Nadella most likely looked at the numbers and decided Phil's current path isn't good enough. It's all about numbers for the higher ups. You know that's interesting. We've got. We've got a gaming topic to talk about later on the show, which covers this Xbox everywhere. And I'm going to circle back to that, Meg, because I heard something from somebody who used to work in that part of the industry that said something contrary to it's all about the numbers. Okay. Yvonne Villafuerte, thank you so much for the MX20, says, when everybody plays, Xbox gets skipped. If you can still see that, (laughs) give it a like. That's hilarious. Carlos Fontes, thank you so much Damn. for the $20 super chat. Emblazoned in orange. He says, I think PS5 will be the Apple in that Apple Maps, iMessage, FaceTime, etc. is walked off in Xbox's Google where they make hardware alongside others like Samsung and Google Apps like Drive, Maps, etc. all on devices and OSs. We'll cover that in a little bit. Uh, let's see. All right, let's talk about what is real and what's not real. Just the other day, Meg, there was a data mining of the, not a data mining, but they were looking at the xbox.com page where it showed each of the exclusives like Fable, Avowed, Hellblade, and it used to say Xbox Series X, PC, or Xbox Series SX, PC, and Game Pass. They simplified that down to say consoles, PC, and then at the bottom it says join Game Pass. And everyone flipped the fudge out thinking they're yanking Fable and Avowed and Hellblade from Game Pass. It won't be day and date. They're saying consoles. It means these games are coming to PS5. And then I was trying to figure out what this all meant. I even found on the Wolong page. I'm like, what's... Because someone says, Colt, you're freaking out. If you scroll down, it says optimized for Series X and S. And I said, well, that's lots of games. So I went and looked on Wolong, Fallen Dynasty from last year. It's not exclusive, it's third party, but Xbox partner with them and it says in the bottom, optimized for Series S and X, uh, even though it's not an exclusive. So I didn't know the answer until Rand gave the most perfect answer of why they did that. But before I say that, I want to go to you on what you thought of the whole, they changed the description on the website. Well, again, it comes down to wait till they say something. Do you know what I mean? Like that, 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 this is the point where we're like, okay, we got to wait till they say something. And you see these things that are out there. You know, I, I know that the other one was a mistake from GameStop. What was it? The, what was it? Microsoft Game Pass or whatever the hell it was. And, you know, I'm like, okay, I'm not going to react. I made a joke about it. <laughs> I put on, I put up a couple of posts about it and I made a couple of jokes, but I left it as jokes. I didn't take it as like, oh my God, this is happening. Uh, same thing here. I didn't even react anymore. So now I'm at the point where it, I don't even flinch. I'm like, all right, well, whatever it is, we'll find out, I'm sure, in due time. Um, because now things are running a little bit too wild, right? So people are like just taking things to the extreme. And instead of just taking the ball and running with it, they're going straight to the end zone every time. And I'm like, no, it's not. Let's, 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 let's calm down a little bit. And we'll see what happens when they talk about it on Thursday. And I'm sure they'll get a little bit more of an understanding of what's happening. Now, we're going to get into that later because I have a theory, but I'm going to, I'm going to talk about this a little bit later and not so much a theory, just a thought, something that just, uh, just to think about before you go to bed tonight. 
And um, but we'll get into that later. As for this situation, it was it, you know for Rand to say what he said. Uh, that's great. That that kind of solves everything and it keeps everything quiet for now. So let's just see what happens. So go ahead okay. and tell the people what happened. Um, I, I'm doing a speed test to make sure my internet is the upload speed is like 60, 70% of what it should be. So I don't know what it is. Uh, what was I going to say? Uh, I, I wasn't sure if you said what ran the, just the explanation that Rand gave because no, I was, no, no, I didn't I say that. it. Okay. Uh, thank you. I didn't want to do that over again. Rand said that the reason why they changed the description of the game was because they made game pass core in September. Like he said, this change came last year in the fall. And he said, when they made game pass core, that, it would help if I had it on screen, but I don't. But you can not You can no longer say Avowed is coming to Game Pass because if you're a Game Pass core customer, you do not, not get Avowed, right? right? And then for them to remove Xbox Series and S and X and just writing console is really stupid when you already have a, a problem having a clarity of messaging when you cannot play Avowed or Fable or Hellblade on an Xbox One. Because it says cloud, you can play it on the cloud, but the cloud's already there. For them to remove the Xbox Series S and X moniker at the bottom of the game for Fable on the webpage is just another problem where Xbox just doesn't understand how important that messaging is and how important the clarity of them showing their descriptors on their webpage. And I don't understand why this is a problem they, <laughs> that they can't figure out where that's super important where you go on the page and you're like, Oh, I'm if someone Googles fable Xbox, they're going to get to that page. It's going to say consoles, cloud and PC. And people are gonna be like, Oh, of course. Like somebody might go, Oh, I wonder if that's on PlayStation. People are just not in the know. It's just a dumb problem that, you know, you're I, right. And you, you know, know, the other thing is too, like Netflix, for example, has different tiers, but at the end, like, and one of the tiers, of course, is going to be, you know, with the advertising and so on and so forth, right? And then, of course, you got the 4K streaming and the whatever else. But at the end of the day, even if you purchase the lowest common denominator, uh, or it's not the lowest common denominator, you, you buy like the lowest denominator, the lowest point of entry for Netflix, you still have access to everything on Netflix. The only thing they did is add advertising, right? So I think yeah. what, by doing this, you've created more confusion by like okay so you now you have two different kinds of game pass you have the one that only has a select what is it like 25 30 games whatever the heck it is basically like you know greatest hits or whatever and then you've got the game Pass, and then you got game pass game pass ultimate that gives you the xbox live gold bundled in with it and all that stuff and it's fine for us because this is what we do every day we do mm -hmm. this every day. We're playing. We're playing on consoles every day, or on PC every day. Well, for the most part, uh, we're tuned into the community. We're tuned in with the with the companies. We know what's going on. But average Joe Schmo is going to go out there and not. You know what I mean? And the and the messaging is confusing. Uh, PlayStation Plus is no different, by the way. I'm not letting them off the hook because you've got PS Plus, PS Premium. You've got that other one in between, whatever the hell it's called. I can't remember what it's called. Uh, select PS selection or whatever, and they offer different games on their different tiers as well. And you're like, oh, great, this game is on PS Plus. Oh no, wait, I need the premium to be able to do that or to play the uh, the demo of whatever, right? Final Fantasy VII Rebirth or this and that. And it's very, very confusing. Yeah. And it gets to the point where like, which one am I subscribed to? And they basically are kind of angling. I understand what they're doing, and it's kind of scummy, but it's corporate. It's corporations. What do you expect from all of them? They're all the same, and Microsoft is no different. They're angling you to pay the highest price 
to keep it simple so that you don't have to think about Xbox Live Gold. You don't have to think about the lower tier where you only get 25 select games. You get, at least with Ultimate, you get gold, every single game, access to everything. You don't have to worry about it. And that's what they're doing. They do it because they want you to pay more. Right, and then they make the lower ones more confusing, and you're like, oh, "What the hell is? What am I? What am I getting with this? What am I getting with that?" And I know some people in the chat might be like, "Oh, what is he talking about? It's easy. It's not easy for everybody." That's what I'm trying to say. We are tuned in. A lot of people are not. They just want to get a product, turn it on, and it works. That's all they want, right? And so by doing this, they're just adding more confusion. It's stupid. Yeah. I, it's stupid. It's just more confusion. Yeah, it's um. It was one of those, it just adds to the panic that people have where oh, I they're looking for that. every clue possible. Um, the I, would, Xbox, I wasn't even going that right, route, brother. I wasn't even going down that road. Sorry, I mean, I, I did first thing in the morning when I saw it because yeah. we're looking for any possible um, change that Xbox is making because they just have not been clear. And, and I know people might be upset. Why are we complaining about this stuff? I, I want to make it very clear that I want to continue to ask for better from Xbox and their messaging and their direction towards the fans. And if it means that they need to stop this, uh, well, well, you case by case basis and then never bring it up again, tell the courts one thing and then tell us something else. And we're asking for better. And I hope they, that message is loud and clear when they have this event on Thursday. <laughs> we're hearing that the Starfield on PS5 report was false. Nate the Hate was pretty sure for quite a while I talked to him behind the scenes about other games going and he wouldn't speak up about it because he doesn't like to speak up about things until he gets it from a really trusted person. And when the Starfield thing came out, he's like, okay, I can finally talk about it. Uh, I trust this person. I think it is. Now we're finding out that Starfield won't come out on PS five this year, but then today this all happens over like the past five days where everyone's like, just wait until you get the actual confirmation today. Now we have Tom Warren reporting on other games are in consideration. And this really might be where Xbox said, look, here's our contingency plan. We are going to work out this whole suite of ABK, Bethesda and Xbox studios for the next fiscal year. But by the end, if we don't hit a certain metric on game pass and sales, Contingency plan will go into effect. Well, we'll start getting ready to port PlayStation versions of games of our first party studios. I talked to someone that says they believe that Hellblade 2's port already exists for PS5. I think it's bullcrap, but they think it they think that's what's happening. So apparently right now it's Hi-Fi Rush, Pentiment, and Sea of Thieves. But we also heard, Mag, did you hear what the other game was that was Kind of smaller. No. You didn't? No, I Kill- did not, actually. The the 10-year-old Killer Instinct game that's been remastered mm-hmm. and enhanced a couple times. Oh, yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Sorry, I, sorry. I, I, didn't re- I didn't realize you were referring to... Yeah, I thought it was something new. Yeah, and I haven't heard anything concrete on Sea of Thieves or Killer Instinct, but I will tell you, Mag, if you care, I would not expect any of these selections of games that eventually go to other platforms to make any sort of sense or follow any true criteria that we as fans of gaming would would consider to be categorical. There you go. 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I, none of this bothers me at all. Like, I, like I'm not bothered by any of this, and I don't think it's going to doom anything. And I, if people are going to stay in the ecosystem, they'll stay in the ecosystem. No one's leaving Xbox because Sea of Thieves is going to be somewhere else. And this is assuming that well, we don't even know what kind of an adoption rate those specific games are going to get on those consoles. Maybe PlayStation players don't want to play them. They might play Hi-Fi Rush, and be like, all right, you know, you know. But you're also going to be paying for these games. Full price. I don't know if it's 70, but it might be like 40, 50, whatever. It might be something closer to like a Helldivers 2 price. That makes a lot of sense because they are older games. So they might do something like that. Maybe that'll get a lot of more traffic. But at the end of the day, it doesn't affect me at all. So whatever whatever ends up going over there, whatever doesn't go over there, it doesn't really make a difference to me. The only thing that it'll make a difference is, is if there's like a widespread sort of exodus from the platform, then you're like, okay, well, that clearly affected things. But why would you? Yeah. Why would you leave? Hey, like, I mean, I don't, I don't understand. Like, speaking of leaving, Meg, yeah. I'm going to try restarting OBS and see what happens. I don't know what don't that add. does, but yeah, we're going to try it. Everybody's we're freaking gonna... out. Uh, it's, it's dropped like to, at least eight times. Yeah. To be honest with you guys, while I'm looking at this red meter at the bottom of the screen, it's hard for me to enjoy uh, doing the show for you guys here with mag it's so. actually very distracting I, i've been i've been distracted the whole stream but my my internet's fine I, i'm at full i'm at full everything so i don't uh, but i don't know what this does i'm going to close obs and open it up and i'm assuming it's going to give me a button to go live again and choose the the uh, current podcast so yeah it just ended again so let's okay. let's let's get out of this after these messages we'll be right back that's right it says obs currently active all streams recordings will be shut down are you sure? Right. You Hi, it's just me. Oh, look, and it's still red. Wonderful. Okay, Mag's, Mag's rebooting his computer. We'll be right back. I'm going to try this again. Let's see. Okay, well, I'm back. And, and Mag's coming back soon after. Oh, my gosh, it was green, and then it went yellow. This is, this is all, yeah, I, think, I think we'll be okay. I can't do anything else. Thank you for being here if you came back. I appreciate it. I checked my my internet and I was getting like most of the upload speed that I'm supposed to. So maybe it was a mix of everything. Hey, I worked this PC to death. So maybe that's what it was. Let me make sure that we're back on. Um, yep. We are back. Okay, good. Thank you guys for coming back. I appreciate it. Jeez. Um, all right. We're, yeah, we'll back. As soon as I hear mag join, I'll be back on with him and hopefully this show will uh, go on. Where was I? I got to open up everything. I did a full restart of the entire system. And, um, Hey, while we're here, we're waiting. I'll, I got to give a shout out to the Patreons and channel members. KY, Bob, assassin, Lupa, Lupa, Jazzy, Newt, Box, Ricky, Fallon, Hargy, Chani, Jason, Luan, Lord, Cinerator, Williams, Riggs, Farscape, Matt, Hughes, Zimic, Happy Bomb, Dextron, Matt Burns, William Lanza, Yodani, Kizada, Robert Jackson, V Simcoe, assassin, Poochie, dub, Raiden, Blade, perspective, cute, Raiden Blade, Acute Perspective, Risk for the Biscuit, True 77, Micah Ford, Red Saurus, Attitude Deer, Pen Pineapple Pen, Trail Roberts, Dar Senji, Meat Puppet, Red Wolf, Alan Adeltry, Gamer by Choice, Jedi Golan, Rip and One, Highlander 01, 
Techno Caveman Fire 71, that blue number, Kung Fu Hot Dog Nose Shatter, Shooter 2853, Tex Made, V Mac, Cryptos, B Martin, Sith Lord, Good Old Collingwood, Lawrence Davenport, Dead Time, KJ Wars, Dusty Patterson, Dave War, Wave Morton, and Lord Starkiller X Series X01. There we go. I got everything. Now let me make sure that everything is good. Yes, we are. Um, I will wait for Mag to get back in here and he should be on in a moment. What were we talking about before the internet completely crapped? Uh, there's the stream. Let's going and it's gone. Oh, come on now. That should be good. Um, I think I was talking about how I, you know, I don't even remember, but we were talking about the, the website changing. So there's mag. Let me bring him on with a couple of clicks. Get rid of this. Go over here. Go to the. Go oh, there. It is. Meg, we're back, and I think everything is better. I guess. Yeah, I, I, I still got full everything, so like, I, I, there's no issue on my end. Yeah. Um. Like I said, I, I don't even remember. I just, what wanna, we're I just talking wanted to about. do it anyway. <laughs> uh, uh, we we're just Jay talking Dredd. about how uh, I don't know. Xbox has no games. I don't know. Whatever. We've got Jay Dread in the chat. He says Xbox needs quick resume. The pot XC podcast needs quick resume. Absolutely. Hey, it sort of does. And I don't really know how all this stuff works, but it does allow me to resume where we left off. Let me grab a couple supers as we get back into where we were. Highlander001, thank you so much for gifting five, five channel memberships. Welcome to Early Access. I'll probably be putting up a video this week. Those might get that early if I don't put that one out on the fly. Uh, thank you so much, Highlander. Spartan6 is one. Thank you for the five. He says, Spartans are for humanity. Chief showed that with insubordination in Halo 4 with Cortana. Consumer-friendly is for humanity and shout out to the halo tv show season two for actually being good i might actually i might just skip one and go straight to two because i think i, I the heard story. the same thing i mean yeah i think i think we're pretty familiar with the story but uh, i was told to skip season one because it was well we all know why yeah um and then uh, you know current day hollywood uh, but anyways, we let it go. Um, and they just said, just go to season two. You just love it. And then I think they got rid of just all their it. producers and they got rid of their writers and producers and said, you know, guys, stop making whatever. Anyways, <laughs> go, I won't get go, into that tonight. Like, go, go make a uh, Barbie life in the dream house stuff and get and let us take care yeah. of Halo ourselves. Yeah. Yeah. Let, let uh, us take care of Halo. Or, yeah, or as, as my good friend Fonza say, they were being real Disney with, uh, what they were doing with Halo. Totally Disney. Uh, <laughs> my good friend gaming forte. I got to call that guy. I haven't talked to him in a while. He says, Colt, why'd you change the webpage to the games? I trusted you. He's got the little yeah. smiling devil. There you yeah, go. Oh, yeah. Guerrero Shelley. It's Mag's fault. No, it's not Mag's fault. You can blame Canada, but not Mag. That's for sure. Uh, I don't know. I think it's okay now, but it was... Nope, and it's not. There's nothing nope. I can do. Yeah, there's nothing I can yeah. do. It's it's not my internet. It's not my... Whatever. Hey, it's the Series S's fault. Tuco... Obviously. Uh, Count, darn, I can't say this. Tuco Urkelne. Thank you so much for the $5 super chat. This is the main thing I see changing for Game Pass. It gets merged with Microsoft Gaming in 10 years when all current contracts are coming to an end. I don't think that Microsoft Gaming is going to become the name. I think it's stupid that they put Phil in charge of what they call Microsoft Gaming because the only thing that Microsoft Games is solitaire for the most part. Uh, I, I, yeah. Blasting the Xbox name and brand and logo would be one of their dumbest moves ever. It's all about brand, you know, not, not just brand recognition, but like just association yeah. with a product. Right. And by doing, and by, by doing what they're doing and you know what, let, let me get this out of my, let me get this out of the way here. 
whatever happens Thursday, it doesn't actually really matter. The damage, for the most part, with a lot of people, and I'm not saying it's forever, but there's a, there's enough damage already done there that it's good that now it's like it's like breaking trust with like your friends and whatever, and then it's gonna take you like a year to get to gain their trust back where they where they kind of like all right, dude, you're fine, everything's cool or whatever, right? It's, they kind of broke that trust there, and even if they didn't do anything wrong, I know some people will be like, oh well, they didn't really do anything wrong. They didn't actually. They didn't do anything wrong, but it's the bad messaging, poor messaging. All that kind of stuff. And then what, what ends up happening? And then they don't explain it. And they're like, oh, we'll tell you about it in 10 days. Mm-hmm. And then that's where people are like, oh, my God. I understand there's an entitlement issue with a lot of people where they're like, we need to know answers now. They, you don't really need those answers. That It's not your business to like say when, when you're going to hear about this and that. You can't get mad. You can get mad about it. But at the end of the day, it's still their, 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 their business. But they're not helping themselves. And they've damaged the brand a lot where now it's the butt end of every joke. You go to YouTube and you look at, and I'm, like I said, I talked about this last week. Mm-hmm. We're not talking about people with like 5,000 subs, 10,000 subs. You got people with millions of subs clowning on Xbox and, and what they're doing. You've now put out that 2013 Xbox One narrative has come <laughs> right back to the forefront. And now it doesn't matter what you do. You could walk on water. You could change water into wine. You could do all these things. And the thing is, that stink has followed you again. Mm-hmm. And it's because of, it's, it's, there's too many people, too many chefs in the kitchen. Corporations are infamous for doing that. And that's why when I do what I do in my, in my real life, is that I directly, I directly speak to everybody about exactly how things are going to go, what's going to happen, and this and that, and I do not let anybody else interfere. No bureaucracy, no bull crap, no other regional this and that. And I don't care. What, I don't give a crap what your title is. Take your stupid name tag off. I don't care. This is how it's going to go, how? and that's the way it's going to go. And you know what? I've been doing it for decades, that, that, and nobody argues with me because they know that what I do is uh, is successful. There's too many people making too many decisions. Yep. You got Microsoft. I think there's a civil war going on between Microsoft and Xbox. I 100% know that there's a civil war going on between Microsoft and Xbox because Microsoft is looking at the money, Xbox is looking at the brand. And because of that, the brand is now damaged. And that's a massive problem. And that's a problem that I don't think they're going to be able to solve this generation. And they may not even be able to solve it next generation by that time. Because like I said, you got people out there smack talking. I, 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 I'd be swearing so much more. But uh, it, it's just, you yeah. know what I mean? It's just. Hey, if I worked so at Xbox Division, I would be worried about my job, the security, the longevity of the brand with the way that we... Th- I'll tell you that we anywhere. think that there's an infighting between what Microsoft wants and what Xbox 100%. wants, which is weird 100%. because just two weeks ago or a week ago, they announced that Xbox gaming was number three in the Microsoft corporation. It's a number three business revenue stream. And, and they're, why are you rocking the boat? And as, as a fan, not enough. I should be enough. asking, and we all should be asking for them to not even consider their contingency plan or plan B. Um, but they're not going to Colt, this was going to whatever's going to happen was going to happen anyway. And you know what? It should have yeah. tipped everybody off, by the way. It should have been the fact that when they literally said that this meeting was going to happen anyway, this and this talk, this announcement, this whatever was going to happen at the end of the month. That means that their plans were never going to change. They just moved it up because people found out early about the they possibilities of certain things. Right. So that means this was always the plan. This was always going to be the situation. So whatever we hear is exactly what they were going to do. Okay. Anyway. They're not going to change it. I'm going to, I'm going to take, 
the soapbox for a moment, Mag, because sure. go, go, go. some people are like that we're being overdramatic. And of course, you are completely allowed to be impassioned on whichever side you are about a major. This is one of the biggest changes in the games industry. This is bigger than them posturing to buy ABK. This is a big deal of Xbox going to plan to put some of their tentpole po- titles on the competing platform, which is just a small piece of the puzzle in, in the grand scheme of gaming. So it's a big deal. Now, I also want to take this from my other approach. And my other approach, 100%, is what do you lose as an Xbox fan if they go more third-party? Let's not, let's not pretend like every game is going. Let's just talk about a lot of big games are no longer exclusive to Xbox. As an Xbox customer and a fan, what do you lose in the end? And I think for the most part, you lose the ability to win in a list war or bragging rights about the exclusives that you have on your platform. The weird thing is already, you already have your games, your favorite games, whether they be the Fable franchise, Gears, Forza, Halo, Sea of Thieves. These franchises are already everywhere. Almost everyone can play. I've got that graphic I built where it shows the, the, the five Xbox consoles. You've got the laptop. You've got the PC. You've got the smart TV with integrated gaming. You've got cloud. You've got handhelds that almost fully support Game Pass and those exclusives. Xbox is everywhere but a PlayStation 5 right now. And this Xbox Everywhere initiative is where Xbox wants to go. I, I'm, hmm. You really have to... What are you going to lose? Like It's not an overreaction if you can just stop and say... I'm still going to get these games. Now, where it does get really dicey is if Xbox comes into this business update saying we're making a wholesale change to Game Pass. We're going to move all of the first-party big date exclusives to Xbox Games Pass Ultimate, which is nearly, I don't know, $18 a month. Or even worse, the rumor that what if they just t- say, look, we can't do this anymore. And they and some of those people were right. They really weren't sustainable. And they yank those first-party games, the meat and potatoes of Game Pass, away. Then you have a right to overreact about the rumor or the news as it is. That's my biggest fear. If I'm going to have any fear for what's going on Thursday is that Xbox will start yanking stuff from their promise of AAA games and Game Pass or putting their exclusives there. That's worth, you know, raising your voice a little bit about and being constructive. Like Mag was doing. Mag was on a great soapbox. People are like, facts, Mag. Mag's on fire right now. He has every right to feel that way as a customer. Once they start doing things, yanking exclusives away from you doesn't affect your value price or your, your value proposition of owning an Xbox. But saying you're going to take them away from Game Pass starts to get into that realm. Well, well said, Colt. Um, now, the thing is, something else I wanted to mention, uh, you know, for everybody just to think about is that if they weren't going to ch- now that now that we've established that this pre- it's not a presentation, it's it's a three way talk. It's like a podcast of sorts. It's a discussion about where they're going with the future and each and each person's department there between uh, Matt Booty and uh, Sarah Bond and, of course, Phil Spencer. Right. So they're going to be talking about what they're doing. And that was going to happen anyways. Right. So we've established that that was going to happen. And therefore, you have to deduct that if it was going to happen anyway, if it was going to remain status quo the way that it is now, why even talk at all? So they've basically given themselves away. Yeah, they've given themselves away. What? Who cares 
if they're going to keep everything exactly the same, why would they sit down and say, so, bro, what what are we doing for the future? Same old thing we were doing last year. Okay, cool. So what <laughs> you, are you doing? <laughs> you don't bring on the, the, three, the three-headed Hydra of Xbox to say, hey, you know that stuff we've been doing? Yeah, Tomorrow. We're gonna keep doing, yeah, we're going to keep doing the same thing. So... You know what I mean? Like, it's literally like they've given it away that if the fact that they're doing this means that they're, they're, they're changing something, they're going to change something somewhat, maybe not dramatically, but maybe they'll just give it, you know, tell you kind of a little bit of it and then slowly start to shove the rest into it over the next like six months to eight months to 10 months to 12 months. So it's more palatable for customers. And then they don't realize that they're getting, they're basically changing the face of the company or changing the way that they do business. And all of a sudden you don't notice that they do that all the time. They call it drip feeding information. So people don't freak out. Yeah, you know what yeah. I mean? And then, but like I said, once again, if anybody thinks I'm wrong, if, if they, just again, let me pose the question. If you think it was going to be status quo and it was going to stay exactly how they do business, why even have a meeting at all? So let's, uh, let's indulge the audience by having the most reasonable prediction of what will be at this business update, because I'm, I'm assuming I kind of actually been ever since this announcement that they were going to do something in the spring. I've really felt like there was a 50-50, like 50 of this that I don't want's going to happen and the other half is going to be stuff that um is going to be okay, I guess, or it's going to be good. It'll be fine. Listen, listen. At the end of the day, no matter what they say, Xbox is not going anywhere. Your Xbox, I'm going to talk to the camera. Your Xbox is not going anywhere. Your games are not going anywhere. Microsoft is not going right. As long as Microsoft is a company that's be that that's going to survive and be there for however long or whatever, being one of the uh, being the richest company in the world, at least you know, from a net worth point of view, is that your your product will remain there. Yeah. Now I do understand. I do understand that there are and they are valid arguments that that people are fearful about the the all digital access and whatever else, and that is a problem. And I'll tell you why. Look at that situation that happened last week with Sony. I think we talked about this last week briefly about Sony and the Crunchyroll situation or whatever. Mm -hmm. And then uh, you know, and then like, oh yeah, by the way, all those movies you bought, you no longer have access to them. Like that. That to me, I, I mean, I'm not a lawyer. I deal with a lot of lawyers, but I mean, that sounds like theft to me. However, the problem is when you sign up for these things, you know that you know that you know that long laundry list of legal bull crap that they have and then at the bottom it says I agree and everybody scrolls through and you click I agree. Yeah, yeah. All yep. that stuff is in there. Okay? When you go and load up a new Call of Duty and it scrolls 19 pages of bull crap down the thing and you're just going, "Oh my god, just get to I agree." All that stuff is covered in the I agree part. So therefore, they can take those things away from you and whatever else, right? That could be an eventuality, but I don't think that's the case physical because, or not. Like I said, yeah. Physical or not. Like I said, I, Microsoft is not going to go anywhere. And therefore, if they're not going anywhere, your product's not going anywhere. I mean, I was told that Xbox isn't going anywhere. So the, the concept of the Xbox brand or the Xbox logo or the Xbox name is... No, no, no. That's they're not going anywhere. That's not happening. And people are asking in the chat, what about my digital library? The only Fine. way that your digital library is in jeopardy with Xbox going more multi-platform is if... Xbox doesn't make a console anymore or, or they yank them or, and but pull even, the plug, but that's never going to happen. Phil had to tell they, his, sorry. Yeah. 
I have no, no, seen I was this. Say, even the, if they could, go ahead, say it, say it, say it, say it. That Phil told his his employees that were super concerned during the media crap storm, we're still going to make Xbox hardware and consoles. Okay. Like he had to say and, that, and it's so yeah. stupid that they have to that they have to be in that situation. But they've put themselves there. Go ahead. Sorry. They, yeah. No. 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 Not at all. Uh, the only thing I was going to say is that even if, in the absolute worst case scenario, that they just decided ten years from now, forget it. Xbox is done forever. We're we're walking away from it. As long as Microsoft is there, I would have to, I would have to imagine that they and, and there's still going to be a third party publisher. I would have to imagine that your digital library is still safe because it'll still have all the servers up and running. Everything uh, the infrastructure will all still be there and it'll still operate. The only difference is that you're not going to be getting a, a console. That's I'm just, and that's and that is a theoretical, absolute worst case scenario. That's, that's all I'm saying. Don't forget, there's still going to be a third party publisher. Look what they own. Okay, let's get right. Let's get into the the most exciting part of the entire show, and this okay. is the craziest rumor. Um, e Smith goes. Then why are you guys stirring the pot? I really you're hope not. that that us talking about this is not stirring the pot. We're actually doing the opposite. We're literally telling you that everything is fine. It's going to be the same thing. They just might. They may do changes to business. That's I, not I really the pot do at all. believe, even as me, that we are going to lose a bit of bragging rights. That's about it. I. I'll tell you again, there will be games going to PlayStation 5, and they won't make sense. Like, you can't look at a list of 15 games coming for Xbox and go, okay, these are the ones that are going to stay. I just have a feeling that that criteria is not going to work. Um, There's going to be an I'm not even going to get into it. Sorry, man. You know, no, no, I was just going to say that the, the problem is if it's not clear and concise the way that they operate and everything else is that there's going to be an asterisk on every single thing they say. And that's a problem in messaging yet again, where people are going to say, wow, that looked amazing. Is it coming to PlayStation? Yeah. Hey, <laughs> nine, like, like, you know what I mean? Nine lives, 2000, or nine lives 210 in the chat says, guys, don't fall for the PRBS on Thursday. Meg and I have already heard that. I am I'm going to move not. on from this by saying this, Meg, because we could just drag it on and, and through the mud for a long time that we heard that it's a bunch of uh, infomercial. It's got that you expect a lot of buzzwords, a lot of new catchphrases, hearing the name Xbox everywhere, hearing things like we're expanding the brand and making it bigger. Uh, but in the end, there's going to be changes that we're going to have to deal with that most of us won't like. Let's talk about why Xbox everywhere could be incredibly exciting, but I'm not quite sure if it's plausible Meg, I'm going to propose to you this concept that I do not fully believe in because I don't think it's possible, but I think it is actually the future of gaming. This is an amazing concept. And I'll also tell you ahead of time, guys, and shout out to 1,100 people who are here watching the chat as it flounders from amazing, uh, amazing speed to low speed. Thank you so much for being patient. We're going to talk about how Xbox could possibly bring the the experience we know and love over the past, at least past 15 years, that experience could be brought everywhere in a way no one thought possible. I also talked to someone who used to work with one of the teams that dealt with licensing that said, and I'll have a quote from that in a moment. Here's the concept. The concept is this leak that has come from different sides. I'm, I've been checking through one of my very good sources that works in hardware and tech. 
and I'm also checking with the, the with someone that used to work on the license side of this. I'm doing my due diligence so we have a good idea, but this may be something that we hear about in concept on Thursday. And this is super exciting. And it's the Xbox dashboard or the Xbox full experience on nearly any device seamlessly. I'll, I'll paint the picture for you because I talked to Mag about this. Imagine your PC you own now, your future PC, your ROG Ally, your Lenovo handheld, your Steam Deck, your, um, your laptop. Launching the Xbox app, not as you know it, which sucks by the way launching the Xbox dashboard as you know it on your console, like actually launching that app and it pops up and your dashboard is there. That was just on your Xbox series X five minutes ago, your friends, your games, all the games you own, your saves. It's your Xbox console experience right there. Here's the other kicker that people are saying. They're saying that it's possible that Xbox is partnering with third party hardware developers to make a PC console hybrid machine, something that's maybe seven or $800 that has the power of a PC, but the ease of a, uh, like a steam box and, or an alienware box, something that was kind of popular about 12 years ago, but didn't take off. But actually mag right now in 2024, where the, the high powered PC like handhelds are doing really, really well. And they're popular. What if the next iteration is plug in your HDMI cable and your power cable, load up your favorite, your DualSense 5, your Xbox controller, and launch your experience on PlayStation 5 or your experience on the Xbox Dash right there on a PC with everything there coming over without having to play Steam versions of games or, or Ubisoft versions of your games. One more thing. I, I'm, I'm, I'm going to give a lot to you because this is a pitch, and I think it's where the industry is going to go if they can get around licensing. Imagine you load up Assassin's Creed Odyssey, a game that came out in 2018. It's your game that you played on Xbox on this PC or on your ROG Ally. It's your save. It's everything. Your Xbox achievement pops up because it's running the kernel, the actual hypervisor virtual machine of the Xbox dashboard. One more thing before I give it over to Mag, because this, I also say, I only half believe this is even possible, okay? The other part is that those games were made and licensed to only run on an Xbox console. Once you bring them over to the Xbox platform on a PC that was, you know, got AMD, Intel, whatever parts, and it's not a, it's not an Xbox, is that license possible? Meg, what do you think of this crazy rumor? How true could it possibly be? It, it sounds like a pitch of something that's not like the te- like it's not quite even there yet. Like in terms of like thought thought all the way through. Does that make any sense? Like it, it just like like hey, we've got this idea. It's almost like a dream of sorts or a pitch of something that could possibly be invested in in the future. That kind of thing, right? But you did mention something that this is the th- now. I was listening to everything you said. My only <laughs> things is that I'm I'm hearing Sorry uh, red boring. flag. <laughs> no, no, it wasn't boring at all. It was red flag after red flag after yeah, red yeah. flag. Yeah, yeah. Line them up, bro. Flag. What's the red flags? And the red flags. I'm like I'm like the licensing is the first thing. Um, the company's not wanting to share ecosystems or be able to access two ecosystems on the same piece of hardware. That's another one for me. That's another red, not red flag. I shouldn't say that. I should say red tape because at the end of the day, a lot of it is going to be the cor- uh, corporate 
and it's going to be financial, right? And when they come down to it, they're going to say, well, where does it begin? Where does it end? Sure. We don't want... We don't want a seamless experience between Xbox, PlayStation, and PC. We don't want that. The other thing is, you're probably not going to also want PlayStation, who's, uh, you know, they're, they're still, uh, and Nintendo, um, be, the, the two Japanese companies, still selling hardware incredibly well. They have no absolute reason to do this. And they're going to look at it and say, well, go ahead and have fun. Do whatever you want. We're fine over here. And they're still going to keep doing what they're doing because I still think from their point of view, not Microsoft, from their point of view, they're doing just fine. And they could just say, listen, you could go ahead and do all that and, you know, seamlessly um, integrate the Xbox dashboard and, and ecosystem into your PC or into other devices and everything else like that. That actually sounds a lot more plausible that Microsoft would do that because Microsoft is in a position on the Xbox side of things. Yeah. Are not really getting any new engagement. So they're trying to build that engagement and it makes more sense for them. For the other two companies, why would they care? Nintendo's about to release a Switch 2 that is going to blow the doors off <laughs> of sales for the yeah. next two years. Yeah, it'll be and impossible it's it's going to be impossible to find. It's going to be a year of everybody checking those bloody websites. You know the websites of the, uh, you know when, when you know what? Uh, oh, they went on sale. Oh, they're already sold out. Oh, they went on sale. Or they already yeah. sold out. Right? Why would they want to do this? What if they I could? Care. I could further sell you on this concept, Mag. You're, you're selling me on it, but I'm but I'm saying, <laughs> hear me out. You're selling me on it, and it makes a lot of sense. But the other two out of the three are just going to be like, no, nope, go do your own thing. We're fine where we are, and hey, they're going to keep the status quo. Yeah. Hey, and if I was if I was PlayStation, I'd be like, mm, I mean, there. Here, I'll do it on camera side or stage side. Like our consoles are like, they're not dipping. Like, why would we rock the boat? Okay. But here's the thing. Hey, as I, if I can use a mag phrase, here's the thing. Here's the thing. PlayStation has two options because they are going to go PC more and more and more and more till they're full PC. Right. Sure. They, sure. They will. Yes. What would they rather do? They have three options. They can continue to piecemeal their games at 70% um, return on steam or they can make their own PC store where they can sell their games for 100% to their audiences, which making a PC store apparently isn't as easy as it looks. Or number no, three, yeah. they can bring the PlayStation dashboard fully. I, I don't know what else to call it. I don't want to call it PlayStation OS. I want, I'm talking your actual PlayStation 5, the full package. Bring it right onto PC or handheld devices and when you load that up and say, you know what? I want to buy God of War Ragnarok. It's time. You buy it directly from the PlayStation Store. You don't have to go through Steam. And, or if you're like, uh, oh, I want to play God of War Ragnarok on this new PC I bought. Uh, I don't know if you could unlock the power that's behind it or if it's just going to... It's not... I don't think it's emulation. It's a hypervisor which hosts like more than one... I haven't looked all the way into it before I make a video. I'm waiting for more actual information that's actually solid. That stuff is actually still being worked out from somebody that I know in the UK. So this is, this could be the actual experience. Now, I talked to someone today about the licensing. I've got uh, a couple of quotes I want to read from them that says, because I said, well, I should get you the exact question I asked, okay? Because this is, this is kind of get you into perspective here. I said, question, um, uh, are console, are Xbox console versions of games able to be played on PC if the operating system is running a version of the Xbox console dashboard provided by Microsoft? 
I was trying to paint that picture in a quick question. Uh, and I think this person knew what I meant. Like the dash actually sitting in on your PC, like launched. And they said the underlying service components are still different. Referring to the PC game operating system and system operating system are distinct. There is a strong profit motivation to be a closed ecosystem that it's hard to break the habit for sure. And then this is the funny part. He says, shareholders don't want it for sure. And I got from that shareholders don't want it for sure, meaning that shareholders would rather have exclusivity, not allow people to carry their game over onto another device, which Xbox sure wants to like be all over every screen, but shareholders... And I'm like, how, how could someone say that knowing that shareholders right now might be saying, get these games on other devices so we can sell them again. Maybe that's what it means. Why let your, it's like buying, it's like buying Batman begins and voodoo lets you play it. And you know about this right better than I do. The digital platforms that let you play a one purchase game is that that's a thing, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Why Batman Begins, and you can launch it on, I don't know, if unless you know how that works. No, uh, my my question is though, like let's say with 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 any ecosystem that you that we're talking about here, would you not have to have the console already so that you have your account or everything else, or are you just talking like as long as you got the phone app and you have a gamer tag and you have whatever, you'll be able to access whatever. But the thing is, you would have to probably already have a console and the dashboard and everything else already before you'd be able to, you know, launch it somewhere else. If that were the case, because that that's the only thing that would make sense to me, because they're not going to have your dashboard in the cloud. No, they would have no, I don't gate. think that's oh. what people are saying. I think it would be if, let's say, you know what, I'm sick of this, I'm going full PC. And th- the problem that we always talk about with I'm going full PC is what are you going to do with $700 worth of games that you have sitting on your library? Uh, what are you going to do with that? Like, well, I guess I'll just, maybe I'll load up my console if I want to play those. So it'd be the concept to is, your gamer, your gamer tag. It, it would, would be, be attached this. to your gamer tag and your account. It would be this. Let's, let's say you buy a really great pre-build next year. And you're like, I just want to plug it in. I want to play. And you're like, man, I really want my PlayStation games right here. Cause they're all sitting closed off that box. You go download the PlayStation app. And when you sign in, Mag, mag, whatever it is, sign in. It launches full screen on your on your monitor. It looks just like your PS5. And you're like, oh my gosh, all my games are here. Uh, I'm going to install this one, this one, this one, this one. And they install on the PC and you play them right there on your, on your monitor or your TV or whatever. Like it's, I don't know. I think it's, it might be like, because PlayStation CEO said, we're going everywhere where there's compute. And they do that with PC and if they, you know, you can play their games on handheld if you buy it on Steam. But this could be the future where it could, your games it just could come be, with you. Yeah, it could be. I, I, but like I said, again, until there's an absolute reason to do this outside of Microsoft, I don't see, I don't see, I don't see anybody else doing it outside of Microsoft. I see Microsoft doing it because, again... They're in a situation, they're not desperate, but they're certainly not in a great position. And they certainly didn't help themselves over the last week. Right. And so that being the case, they're the only ones that, that, that 
need to do something like this to be able to get people to access on more screens, more devices. Hence, well, this Xbox everywhere. They're talking about the Samsung TV thing. Um, you know, building into the you know building into the the you know console components directly into yeah. the TVs, things of that nature, whatever. Right, and that makes sense because they kind of have to. The other ones, they will, they will follow suit, but there's no rush for them. So therefore, I can't see this tech taken off. Uh, for anybody outside of the Microsoft ecosystem, I really don't because okay. again, there's no need. They're they're making they're making bank, bro. So yeah. they're they're doing just fine, and all their trajectories are shooting up. Uh, you know what I mean? And then, like I said, wait till next year. You'll you'll see what's going on. I mean, they just watch Hell Divers like do really really well day date on PC for I, I a service see, based game. Right, I could certainly see PlayStation narrowing the gap. Uh, from console to PC, right? And then, like, maybe, you know, release it not so far after the initial release, so maybe, like, three months as opposed to, like, six months or nine months or a year or whatever. I could see them doing that so that if people who really have that FOMO are going to go out and play it on the PlayStation, and if the game is hot, they'll go play it on the PlayStation first. They're not going to wait three months because it would be like, oh, man, I got to play it. I got to play it to get some people's heads. You know how gamers are. They yeah. look at the people's backlogs, backlogs of games that they bought for the last two or three years they haven't even touched yet. People even used to go to the GameStop and buy games, and they're still in the uh, in the cellophane wrappers. You know what I mean? So it's yeah. like we we do have a FOMO issue in this community. So I could absolutely see that, uh, but uh, I could see them narrowing that gap between console and and PC. That, However, besides that, I do not see them adopting this right away. Not right away, anyway. And that also, this thing actually has to work. Yeah, I mean, I'd heard that Xbox already has those games playable. It's a matter of licensing, and that's why I was d digging into the. Like, can you consider that an Xbox if it has the full Xbox console? Like, is the licensing going to be like, no, no, that, that, that doesn't work. And it sounds like it doesn't work. And I know even with Back and Pat, that the team that worked on the Back and Pat had to make sure all the licenses, as far as I remember, Mag, to play a game on the Xbox One that was originally launched on the 360, I don't remember if they had to get licenses. Somebody help me in the in the chat if you know this. But I know that they checked with them just in case because you you know, hey Rockstar, we want to bring Red Dead Redemption to Back and Pat. Are you okay with that? And they were like, Well, we're thinking about remastering it. We're not sure if we want you to do that. But they you know then they end up bringing it over if that's if they they greenlit Red Dead Redemption. Ichabod also wanted to say, Mag, that when you said they wait, this is also most likely where Xbox's approach to third-party games or third going third-party is that they will attach themselves to that FOMO issue where they make PlayStation gamers wait a year to get the games when they launch. Like when everyone plays Fable and if it gets in the zeitgeist and everyone's excited about it, posting their gameplay clips, everyone's talking about it. An entire year later, most people don't want to wait, but some do. I'm going to actually, I should put that as a poll. Ichabod you know, Crane it, says, what yeah, if they yeah. say ABK and Bethesda games will be multi-plat, but Xbox game core studios will be exclusive. If they do that, Ichabod Crane, that really sucks because Xbox has 15 studios and most of them are working on like two projects at once. But the time it takes for those games to come to us to be exclusive to the platform, to be unique to draw on Game Pass, and to be unique to draw console sales is going to do them a disservice. Uh, ABK games are far and few between. But, man, I'll tell you what, if they don't bring Call of Duty to Game Pass day and date, 
that's going to be a uh, kind of that's going to be kind of a, like a, a lie at this point. Meg, you're going to say it, say something. No, no, I was I was going to say something about the the previous stuff we were talking about. Now I've already forgotten it because I'm old. So you know that's <laughs> yeah. how it goes. What the hell were we talking about um, right before that? <clears throat> about the FOMO, and I'm going to do a poll and ask people. Oh right. Uh, yes. Do you mind waiting a year? You know, to play a new game. I remember what I was going to say, and it's a and it's a and it's a rant I went on last week. And I think it was, well, I know it was justified because it's something that's important. I don't care what anybody else says. If you do not have the thing that a lot of people are ignoring, especially when we have these hypotheticals of, oh, what if they do this? What if they do that? Are people going to wait eight months? Are people going to wait nine months or a year for this game to come out, whatever, on PlayStation or on, you know, uh, anywhere else? The thing is, it's got to be good. That's number one. Before anything else, we can speculate to we're blue in the face about, well, if PlayStation gets it a year, it doesn't matter because Xbox players will get it. We're all making this massive assumption, and I'm only saying assumption because their track record is not great, is that the assumption is that the games are going to be something that everybody wants to play or it's going to actually take off. We have, and then, you know, the funny thing is there are some great games out there that still didn't take off. I thought Halo Infinite was a great game. I enjoyed the campaign, yeah. and the multiplayer was fire. Nobody played it. You know what I mean? And all of a sudden it died. And then, uh, and then I mean, it I think came like, back. I think 12 or 20, 20 million people played it, but it died. It, it had a major like dead period at the beginning of the year after it launched. Right. Yeah. You're right. And then, and then, and then it came back. There was a resurgence when the, when the new season, I think the last season, you and I know like, they need to have that hot, that hot fire, like from the beginning and carry it on all the whole time. Yeah. The one that's that's the topic of conversation for an entire year. You need one of those kind of things. And that's what you need is, again, it's that compelling software. You need that compelling software that if it is that good, people will absolutely, and let's just say, again, theoretically, let's just say for argument's sake, okay, this game, Game X, is going over to PlayStation a year after the release on Xbox. But if the game is absolute fire, if it's game of the year, if it's in the converse, in, if it's on the tip of everybody's tongue for months and months and months about how awesome it is and how amazing and this and that, blah, blah, blah. And then every time game of the year conversations happen, that's the first thing everybody mentions. Nobody's going to wait an entire year to play it on PlayStation. They will go to Xbox. So the responsibility of Xbox Game Studios, the responsibility of ABK and Bethesda and the Xbox brand is to release the kind of software that people will gravitate to. And that will solve all the problems. Like, we could talk about all this other horse shit till we're blue in the face. It means nothing if the games are, if the games are not connecting with the players. And that's important, and that is the number one thing. Everything else will fall into place. You're so dang right. It's not It's not what you offer or how soon you offer something to Game Pass. It it's matter. not how it's much not of a value good. game. Son of a biscuit, Mag. Son of, pardon my language. It really is about delivering, I think I said this last week. It's really about yeah. delivering awesome games that everyone is excited about and talking about like, and everyone's like, bro, they just had power world. Yes. Yes. It's, it's about giving unique, great games that people are. Oh, Phil feels like if Starfield is an 11 out of 10, it won't sell more consoles, but you know yes, what? It will. <laughs> yes. Lots of great games consistently. When you have Redfall, one of the worst games of the generation that I liked sometimes 
and then you deliver Starfield. Like, it's not good enough. You have to, all these games have to be really good. And for the most part, uh, I'm getting, I'm, I was getting upset for a second there. No, for the most part, Xbox first party is on par with PlayStations, believe it or not. But you have to be more consistent than that. And here we've waited 10 years for Xbox to deliver amazing games. And now this, I mean, it's only slightly a rumor at this point. But yeah, it's... Uh, like I said, this is all hypotheticals at the end it's of the all day. But I'm just, saying, yeah. I'm just saying that no matter what, what we talk about, we could talk about everything that, that, that we've discussed tonight, last night, the last year, whatever the hell it is, it doesn't work if you don't have amazing games. That's all that, 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 like, it doesn't work. None of this works. You can have game plans. You can have visions of the future. Yeah. But if you don't have incredible games that people are like, holy crap. Like in the minute you put down the controller each night, you're thinking about it. You're at work and you're thinking about it. You're at school and you're thinking about it. And then, and and then when you put down that controller in the credits roll and you feel lost, like you go what outside am I gonna and do like, now? Hey, I felt that way mean? with Starfield. You didn't like Starfield, but I I hated it. I feel but, that like, way that with was... Enshrouded. Like I really like Enshrouded. Sorry, I, I would play the gameplay, but it seems like it's just hurting that little bit of bandwidth that's keeping us holding on. Enshrouded like lets you terraform. You can dig. Fawn's dug an entire four bedroom house underground, like a hobbit hole, and filled it with wooden walls that were you know that were uh, oh orthogonal sorry i couldn't think for a second yeah it was it, the game's really cool it's great to have games like that and we were sitting back playing the game going i wonder if fable's gonna be this good i'm like dang well it better be and well, hey you, you look at like not just not just playstation and nintendo look at third party games look at ball like you know i mean Baldur's gate yep. is not my jam but people who were not into that were buying it because they were like well i gotta check it out because it's it's like everybody's talking about it and a lot of people got into that genre specifically Gen- because of that genre Witcher. yeah genre Witcher three wait Witcher is that three. a canadian thing genre or genre yeah pro- it's, probably it's probably. genre over here uh, <laughs> which are three another one something ever yeah. again elden ring yeah elden ring what the elden ring sold tens of millions of copies of people who don't play souls games because they just were like i have to experience have to. what everybody's talking it about. was like a 90 and- 94 metacritic and everyone's like i it's so highly rated. I have to play it. And I was one of them. Right. And I put like right. 40 hours into it. Um, yeah, but people were like talking about it. I'm not a souls person, but I got into souls games because of that game. Yeah. Yeah. And, and it, and it like, I mean, and then I went back with Sekiro and stuff. I, could, I still couldn't finish Sekiro because the bosses are just too hard, but um, just the last boss is just impossible uh, for me anyway. And uh, anyways, that's, that's not the point. The point <laughs> Special is Nick's making fun of you said, laugh out loud, genre. Yeah. Okay. All right. So just never mind. I had nothing to say. I have nothing to say. I didn't have a witty. I didn't have a witty comeback. <laughs> I love how you admit I've got nothing. I've got I nothing. nothing. Nick wins this one. Nick. One yeah, point no, for he Nick. Didn't win. He didn't win. He just caught Judges? me with my pants down. Yeah, he caught he me did. with my pants down. But you know what I mean. At the end of the day, they converted me into a soul, like into a semi souls player enjoying the experience because of that, and it was something that I couldn't avoid. Mm-hmm. If my if Xbox can do that then you've got a situation on your hands where people will not be able to avoid it. They're like, well, I have to go over there and I got to play this or wherever they decide to, uh, you know, consume that product. Yeah. That is the number one thing. And that's, and I, I have to keep preaching that over and over because I think people at the end of the day, keep losing sight as to why 
or what? The, the, why is this new direction not working? Why is this direction not working? Oh, well, they tried this and this is not working. Now they're rebranding and doing this and now they're doing that. And then they're rebooting this. And the, and, and the reason why is because the software is not compelling enough to have people attached to it as much. Gears games. of War. He means it, games. Yeah, I mean games. Yeah. Gears of War 1, 2, and 3 were vastly superior then four, five, and well, I don't know about six. We'll say four, five. I loved High Busters. Though. I think High Busters was a return to form for me. But I thought Gears four and five were like, yeah, it's overrated. I was like, all right, I'm bored. I'm I bored. went back. I'm I bored. went back and played it, and uh, one and two were so good. But I, for some reason, I just didn't like three. God damn it, two is so good, man. Yeah, yeah. Two is so visceral. I was just like, yes. I mean, one is great, and then you just like, oh, like it's just losing its luster, and and because of that. Like, it's just that, that, that people are just not grabbing on. And you, and you can't say it's me. Oh, Mag, you don't know what you're talking about. Go look at the numbers. Go look at the engagement numbers. The people are not playing those games because they're not speaking to enough people. Yeah. And that's why and that's why we're in this mess to begin with. Because it's the, the, they're not, the, the, the games are not speaking to enough people that they're like, we need to, there's a possibility that we might have to consider expanding. I... I really feel like not based off of any leaks or rumors or, or, or something that has made me feel this way, but right. I just, I've been covering Xbox for so long at this point. I feel like I can almost, you can almost guess what they're going to do next. Sure. Not, yeah. Not yeah, by yeah, like, yeah. not by like any like special power. It's just, they're just so obvious that they're going to make this oh. misstep in a certain direction. But I really feel like this business update, they're going to pacify us with with some, prom not a promise, but kind of a light at the end of the tunnel that things are going to be okay. It'll be fine. But still be, they're still going to be doing what they're doing. But I think I'm in a year from now, that's when they'll start opening the gate and letting through more games. And I really hope that if, if Microsoft and Xbox really want to be able to put their games on PlayStation and milk that fan base who's starving for something besides one genre of games. Genre, like that. Genre. One genre of games. Genre. I think that... <laughs> do you say, when you get to Brett Favre, do you say Brett Favre? Brett Favre, yeah. Brett Favre. I'm sorry, I'm kind of like, I'm a, I'm a windbag right now. But I think... If Xbox knows they need to have a one-year exclusivity on every game, um, no matter what, like let's say half the games they would like to put on PlayStation, as long as they say no matter what game it is, whether we've decided to or considered it or not, all of these should be considered to, it should be requisite to be at least one-year exclusive. And I don't even know if they're that serious about it. And I, like I've said many times, I think the, the industry is changing more than we realize. Let me get this super chat here. Alan Adultery, who's been a member for 19 months, says, what's up, Colt and Mag? Keep up the great work. Thank you guys for being here. Mag, we've got 1,200 people live yes, watching a very broken stream. We really appreciate you. Mag and I, have. Uh, we were on the phone the other day, and I'm like, I really like how we try to be level. I'm like this. You know the old the old eighties phone. I had the, I was like dangling the cord <laughs> like this. I was, I like, was holding the one like this with the cord up here. And you know, there's the, the speak, uh, the, the mouthpiece over here. Yeah. And then you have to like pull the string to, to, to wind it up. Yeah, exactly. He's like, Xbox is going first party. They're going third party. See, see, <laughs> yeah, we were on our old, I was on my old, uh, 
uh, <laughs> cordless phone. Uh, cordless phones are great because you can. <laughs> I would regularly hear one side of another conversation on my cordless phone uh, where I could just hear some lady talking to a friend, but I could only hear her side clear as day. And I'm like, hello, Janice, can you hear me? Hello. And she cannot hear me. She's talking to her friend. She's like, I don't know what he's thinking. I was just saying he drove his car over the cliff and kaboom. And I'm like, hello, Janice. We were talking on the phone. It's just to be level-headed about this and not freak out about the future of Xbox games. Meg is so right. These games just have to be fantastic. If they, if Indiana Jones is really, really good, I'm not going to lie. I'm going to be like, man, I hope they don't put this on PlayStation because I've covered this platform for a long time. But even if they is that did, weird to say, well, no, no, you have the, you have the right to say whatever you want. Absolutely. But the thing is at the end of the day, let's just say they did again, for argument's sake, a year okay. later, by a year later, if the game is that great, everybody who's going to play it on Xbox have already played it for the most part. And then like, and then a year later, who cares? Everybody's already played that. Like, okay. It's been a year. It really it's is just bragging rights at this point. Have right? Have you, well then, then who cares? Like the, the thing is like, have you, has, have you played hi-fi rush? Did you try the lasagna? Like, yeah. Did you yeah. Try I lasagna? played all of hi-fi hi rush. No, no, yeah. no. I mean now, I mean a year later. Oh, Are you right, playing right. it now, or did you play it when it came out? It's done. One no, done. you played it when you... Thank you. When you were done the game, you finished it. You may have finished it in February or March or whenever you finished it, but you're not. You're done. So who cares? Have you tried the lasagna? It's my favorite. Like, it doesn't matter at that point. Yeah. If it goes somewhere else, let it go somewhere else. That's fine. But it's got to be great. And Hi-Fi Rush was... I, to, that, to me, that was the best game of last year. Yeah. yeah right? It was, pretty, so, it was really good. Really good. Right, and so if they yeah. do it now, that's it doesn't matter. If Indiana Jones hits in, let's say, I don't know, December, and they decide to release it in January 2025, or 2026, excuse me, a year later, oh, year or whatever, later. 13 okay. months later. Okay, let's say they do that. Everybody who's going to play Indy Jones has already played it. They'll have played it on PC, they'll have played it on Xbox, whatever else, and the people in that ecosystem have already played it. Now, then the, the year later, the people on PlayStation, go ahead, go ahead and play it. We've already enjoyed it, and this and that, whatever. But... The other thing, and then the thing is that people who, let's say, were already on that on the other side of the fence have not played it, but they see everybody having fun on that side of the fence, there's a possibility they're going to go, you know what? Go check it out. Yeah. And then they'll go check out that one game. And then if they follow that one game with another great game, they're going to go, you know what? I'm going to stick around for that other game. And then all I of a sudden they release another great game. It's consistency. Because if you release really one great help. game in a year of crap, uh, not crap. I don't want to say crap. It's not fair. It's not not. It's not crap. But let's say you release one great game and then a year of mediocrity. Th th that's where people are going to say, "Well, I'll come back to you whenever you got some hot." Hey, stuff. my friend said that Redfall single-handedly destroyed Xbox's momentum <laughs> in in this generation. Yeah. So, uh, well, twenty twenty two kind of did that because twenty twenty one was a great year with some great games, and then they released Dick. All in 2022. You remember? Pentiment. Remember Phil's yeah. face? Remember? Yeah. Okay, Pentiment. You remember Phil's face at the, <laughs> the Game Awards? Awards? He's like, he's like this, <laughs> right? That's 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 every Xbox gamer's face at the end of 2022. He represented the everybody's on him. He's like, I'm not like, supposed to be here. Like, what? What was that? That <laughs> killed the momentum. Not Redfall. Well, Redfall didn't help. I think that was that. That was like another. Well, they, another they delayed Redfall, and then I mean, Starfield was great. Starfield was really good, but it was like an entire year and a half of, of just horrible, um, 
momentum killing. But yeah. Uh, let's see. I got a Ichabod crate. Grandpa's barbecue game cat with yeah. the Australian 10. He says, I'm lucky to have both Xbox and PS5. Sure. I'm more of a pony. If you're full on Xbox, <clears throat> excuse me. He says, you're still getting a day and date included in the higher tier game pass. He's saying maybe, and not having to pay on Australian 90 to $120 for it on PS5. Yeah. Yeah. Well, again, again, there you go. If, if you, if the value proposition is there and the games are great, then people will go to game pass and say, well, why would I pay? Well, okay. He plays 90 to 120 in Canada. Yeah. It's about with tax. It's a hundred plus dollars. $104 per I'm game. I'm telling you, if they, so... if they yank these big games from Game Pass Access, or if they move them up to Ultimate Tier, uh, I have do, do I have permission to complain in a slightly louder than this voice? I, yeah, you have the right. You know what you, you have the right to do? You have the right like to this? just not give him your money. Yeah, <laughs> just don't give him your money like I do. Well, I mean, I one of my friends said that he's, 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 not, he's not paying for Game Pass if they do that. And... Uh, I'm not paying hey, for Game Pass now. Hey, you know what? I don't feel like yeah. I, I'll buy the games piecemeal if they're great. I'll buy the games piecemeal if they're great. But until they prove that it's a consistent track record, I'm not going to resubscribe. I just got rid of Disney Plus and Netflix. I'm not watching them. I'll, I'll go back to Netflix when <sighs> when Cobra yeah. Kai comes out. Yeah, Those are Disney has been yeah the, the final season. Disney's uh, been Disney, like, bro. Disney has been like just absolute. I, oh my God! The, the horrible words I was going to use to describe Disney have been doing nothing uh, since uh, end, since Endgame. Here's, nothing good. Here's how bad it is. I think I like the Flash movie more than I like the last Marvel movie. They lost 30 million subscribers as of the other day uh, in total over the last couple of years on Disney Plus. Uh, so you know what I mean. I mean, mind you, they had like they have a lot. Yeah, but they have a lot of subscribers. But it doesn't matter. They lost a lot. The you point know what I was is, told is that, this yeah. week, what? I was told that people. At Xbox, listen to us. This that's fine. I, I know they. I know they listen to us. They they frequently say, well, not frequently. They've been. They've said we. Let's see what Colt said about this. Let's see what what they're saying on on the podcast about this. Not because my opinion is going to change where they are, but shout out to our amazing chat. And I'm watching the chat as much as I can as I look over here like this. You, we have a really good chat and. When I look yes, at do. it, thanks to you, Adana Kizada and Happy Bomb for, and you know, Fonz as well, who are moderating. Fonz says, I'm that friend. He's like, I'm that friend who's going to cancel Game Pass if, if they yank games. A shout out to Fonz for, for keeping it 100. Um, you guys are an amazing chat. And I feel like the community we built just right here on the X and C lime green overlay, like it's pretty respectable for a bunch of dorks. Yeah, I really appreciate. We really appreciate you guys and hit the like button. If you're here, we should be at 500 likes. Let me hit the refresh since YouTube doesn't do that. Um, let's get up to 500 likes before yeah. um, I take my pants off. So uh, yeah, we appreciate you, but yes, Xbox listens to, uh, where we are feeling on these things. What, what well, is their reaction? What, what are they saying about the rumors or some of the choices being made? So your, your voice is heard. Thanks to, what we've all done together here to kind of come together on that. Right. Meg, and I think that uh, I, I was just saying that I think that, you know, if you want to prove things on, on, uh, on, on a consistent basis, that's where you're going to get more people to come in. You're always going to have that, the base of the hardcore, they're always going to be there. Right. 
and they're going to be part of that community, and then and they're going to be and they're going to be there for the next generation, and everything else. But if that's not enough, then you've got to do more. And I don't mean do more in terms of services or whatever or this and that. Just just make sure that that whatever's coming out is hot. That's all it is. And people will come to you. People will follow you. People will go into that ecosystem. People will not ditch other ones. No one's saying they're going to ditch anything. Yeah, but they will dabble. They're not going to do anything. They're not going to walk away. And Phil said that himself. He said people are not going to sell their PS5s if, if uh, Starfield's an 11 out of 10. Right? And they're not going to if, if there's any of the games in the future. But what they will do is invest in the ecosystem if you do release consistent goods, uh, you know, great consistent software. And that's what's going to end up happening. You know, if they can pull that off, you will have the people there. Man, that's it. That's you it. were no 100, miss. bro. Hey, understand. He goes, Colt did a Scorched Earth video too. Hey, that, that thumbnail was Scorched Earth. It was. It was great. I had the Series X with like the fire coming out the bottom, Series S, the fire coming out the top. And I said, the console wars are dead. And you know what? I've said that for a long time. The console wars died when Xbox said, hey, everything's on PC from first party. There was no reason to fight against who could sell more consoles. Console War is dead. Hey, but I don't think Xbox is going away. And we said that a lot to the show. And uh, no, I did not go to Scorched Earth. In fact, I talked to somebody that week, face-to-face. Hey, how's it going? Hey, is Xbox going to die? Oh, well, we'll see. No, I think it's fine. Uh, We appreciate you. Let me get a couple more supers, Mag. We are, holy smokes, what a day. Thank you for being patient with the stream. I literally did. I went into the room mag that has like the big handle. And I was like, (laughs) and then the valve. And I was like, (laughs) and we're trying to keep up with it. Galaxy news. Welcome to the early access, a channel member with the GNR galaxy news radio from fallout. Welcome to the channel. Hargy Johnny with a $5 super chat says, It's more doable for Microsoft to create a PC based on Xbox than it is for PlayStation to do that. He says it would take a bit of work for them to work out virtualization on PlayStation. Hargeet means a virtual machine or a virtual launchable operating system that sits on top of Linux or Windows. But um, I think we both agree it's very doable. We were, Hargeet and I were arguing uh, in the nicest way possible on, on party chat about could because we I didn't know the answer. I'm like, is the licensing going to be work with this? Like, this is a great idea, and it's where the future really should go. But we just don't know how the licensing works. So shout out to Hargit Chani for keeping it level. Nerds and other legends, thank you so much for the ten dollars super chat. It says great games is why exclusives matter. Without exclusives, how do they grow Game Pass? If games if the games are not great, I could have bought a PlayStation that had great games and the occasional pretty good game on xbox nerds oh bro that was brutality but it was so good i mean megan right. i like a lot of those games that came out but like you just need more great games go ahead he's not wrong he's not wrong about anything that he said yeah he's absolutely correct yeah and that's why like i said that's why i ended up not not going with game pass and i'll buy games piecemeal if i want them because it's more the problem is that it's more occasional as uh, as opposed to consistent. I more frequently try out games on Game Pass than I do play them. Um, sometimes I'm like, oh wow, I'll, I'm going to finish this one. I'll play it a lot. But sometimes it's just like me just taking a taste test uh, at the buffet. You know, dipping my finger in there and go, this orange looks pretty good. <laughs> Give me some of the blue and some of the yellow, and don't get cheap on me. If you know what movie that's from. 
Let me know in the chat. Jordan Anlo, thank you for the 10-pound super. He says, Colt, change your mind. Your mind changed? The other day you said to me people absolutely would wait a year on PlayStation, and this now you said they wouldn't. Any reason for the change of stance? Generally interested. Well, actually, I, I brought that up as a question because um, I think that's why I did the poll. Because I was going to say when Mag was talking about that speech about people waiting and the FOMO, that I would say maybe 2 million people are like, I will not, I will not uh, play it on, on Xbox or PC. I'll just wait. I'm only going to play on my PlayStation, as I call the PlayStation only fans, the ones who only play on one device and refuse to play anywhere else. They won't launch their games or buy them anywhere else. They probably only make up a small chunk of the market. Sometimes as Xbox fans, we can be like that. Like, I only want to play on Game Pass and Xbox. I don't want to mess with PC. Right, Meg? Like, there's yeah. some people like that. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if my mind changed. I just don't know the answer. Um, I'll wait. I waited for Deathloop knowing it would be on my preferred platform. We knew about Deathloop and Ghostwire Tokyo. I have a PS5. And I remember Randall Thor 19... Um, played Deathloop day one on PlayStation. I'm like, eh, I'll just wait. And I don't know if I'm going to like it. I'll just wait. And I did. And I was fine. I, during, <laughs> that was like during the worst year for Xbox too. All I was doing was playing grounded. Happy as a peach. BT Maverick 707 with a five pound super. Thank you, BT, for always being there for me. He's um nice enough to say, hey, what the heck? When somebody comes at me, he's like, Colt is being reasonable. And, uh, I, dude, I appreciate that because I get beat up a lot. He says, it's really the casuals that flock to Call of Duty, FIFA, Madden, Fortnite that drive the hardware sales. Xbox better take advantage of their marketing rights. Jeez, they don't. That is, that, that is, that, that is key. That is key. This year, if they, they've got uh, Gulf War coming out, for, uh, you know, even if the game is not great, it doesn't matter. Uh, with Call of Duty specifically, I don't know why. Uh, but, I mean, it's got that addictive gameplay. That I mean, people say, oh, like, uh, Modern Warfare 3 wasn't that great. I'm playing it, and I loved it. And uh, I'm still having fun with it and whatever else, right? Again, mm -hmm. it's all in the eye of the beholder. But the thing is, at the end of the day, they've got the marketing now. They own the damn game. Then you better, you best push that the idea is that you're going to be playing Call of Duty on Xbox. If you can't pull that off, and I'm, I'm dying to see what happens with that title. Like, I mean, we, we've heard rumors that, oh, it might not go to Game Pass at all, or it might come to Game Pass after the fact, like three months later. We don't know that, by the way. That's just that's just people talking, but we're just saying, okay? That's 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 a possibility. Then you got the possibility that, um, you know, then, you, then you've got, it's going to be selling on PlayStation and Xbox. I'd be curious to see how many copies sell on PlayStation, how many sell on Xbox. Um, I want to see how, if the marketing rights actually sort of change the trajectory of sales and if they if it edges closer to xbox than it does playstation 5 so it'd be very interesting to see i'm i'm just gonna be sitting there with a bowl of popcorn and waiting that whole month i'm just gonna be like i can't wait to see how the market reacts to this to this change right well, so you're a procurement specialist mag and and not a lot of people know it's like mag's job is all about knowing what to order knowing how much knowing where the money is being spent and how much is being returned on on his purchases. That's a very generalized way of saying what you do. But Mag, I want you to yeah. think for a second. If you're Xbox, where do you think the money is going to be? Think for a second. Should they launch it on Game Pass and rake in more subscribers? Or should they just put it everywhere and leave it off of Game Pass 
because they'll make more money selling it at 70 bucks a pop to everyone. You know, the funny thing is, there's no guarantee that it's going to raise Game Pass subscriptions. Because okay. a lot of people that play Call of Duty buy it because they get the they get that vault edition. This is a new you know, thing. Like, a, like this is a like the new Call of Duty is on Game Pass and I could play it all month for for $12 or whatever. Think yeah, about that so, for a second. But, I know, no, I, I see what you're saying. So that's why I'm saying I'm going to be very interested to see how this plays out because, first of all, we don't know their plans. We don't know their plans of, like, where it's going, how it's going to be, you know, be on the system, if it's going to be in Game Pass, if it's not going to be on Game Pass, whatever. But if you were to follow the traditional method, you could say that, you know, there's no guarantee. You could almost say it's a gamble by putting it on Game Pass because you're not 100% sure if new people are going to subscribe, the people that are in there, will, that are already in there, of course they're going to consume it in Game Pass because they're already subscribed, right? Yeah. They're like, oh, it's already there. I'm just going to do that. But if it's not in there, you can almost guarantee that everybody that was going to play Call of Duty is still going to pay full price for Call of Duty and then some and then some. Because like I said, most people I know buy that Vault Edition no matter what. The one with the Season Pass thing. Well, it's there's like a lot on PlayStation. If it's on Game Pass day and date, but you can still, it's not going to be exclusive because no, no, Call of no, Duty is no. not exclusive. If, if it's purchasable for $70 or plus on PlayStation 5, Mag, or you can get it on Game Pass, or you can buy it outright on PC and Xbox, like, yeah, they're I, I still going to make a ton of money because. No, no, they're, they're making money no matter what. It doesn't matter. Like, would Why? you do it, though, as a guy who knows where you got to spend big money and do it right? Like, do you think there's a lot of money in getting people in Game Pass and holding them there for what would probably be close to a year? I think people stick around on Game Pass for a little bit before they leave. Yeah, uh, but like again, where are you leaning it, on it? It's tricky. It's I'm leaning I'm leaning away from it actually okay. because like like I said, it's a gamble because you can almost get because of the nature of that specific game not all games i'm not talking about all games i'm talking about that specific game it sells no matter what is what i was getting at if it's but a great wouldn't game wouldn't you also say sells. that a bunch of people would just leech it off of game pass and then they're like we lost we way more people that just sat there and subscribed played it and we didn't pull in subs like are right. you thinking that's a possibility? Because, yes, yes. Because at the end of the day, uh, any kind of subscription model, and this is something that some you know some people don't really quite uh, quite fully grasp, is that it's not about, and that's why Netflix cancels shows. And you're like, my God, the show is just getting going. It's yeah. great, yeah. And everybody's like, why do they keep canceling the shows? They the, their metric system is based on how many subscriber new subscribers they get with the release of a new show. Yeah, it's gotten, yeah that, or, or movie. That season it's or got, that, yeah. Yeah, it's got nothing to do about the retention of the 200 million that they already have in there. Those Forget how they do it on there. regular TV. I don't know. They, I think it's how many Doritos you. sell? That's, yeah, it's, like it's, <laughs> well, look what's happening now, Colt. Look what's happening now with Game Pass. Game Pass is stagnant. It's been sitting somewhere between 25 and 30 million for yeah. a long, long time. And the, the games, why? Are not bringing in people. And they're not bringing in people because people are just not gravitating towards those titles, which leads me back to my rant from 20 minutes ago. And so, that, you know, about compelling software. So the thing is, at the end of the day, I'm not going to go back to that. I'm just saying. So the point is, is that it's a gamble based on their past history of people not adopting Game Pass on these new titles. I, I think so Fonz I has a point. Fonz has the point. It. I okay. got to pee. 
Hold that thought. I can't hold okay. it anymore, guys. Yeah, go, I don't go, care. go I ahead. Go it. ahead. Go ahead. I, I got to say what Fawn said because Fawn has a point. Fawn says he should have turned off his camera so he could see his rear end as he walked off. He's, Fawn says, I don't want to hear that, Colt. Call of Duty's first party. It should be day and date and game pass no matter what game. I think Vons is right. You you said our first party games are going to launch day and date in Game Pass. Microsoft and Xbox and Activision do not get to say, but not Call of Duty. Now that's not confirmed. That's not even hardly even a substantial rumor. But if they make that announcement at this business update or we hear about that like in August of next year, what a load of crap that is where you said your game's are going to launch Dane Date and Game Pass. And you're like, yeah, well, not Call of Duty. That one's too big. What a bunch of crap. That's anti-consumer. That's a lie. That's a broken promise. And you hear it first on X and C Podcast. A big, huge shout out to our good friend, Lotus Esprit, with a $100 super chat. An outstanding $100 super chat. We really appreciate you, bro. It's emblazoned in red. He says, keep up the amazing work. Thank you for all the useful information without unnecessary nonsense. Now, Lotus, I don't know about the unnecessary nonsense. Meg and I have spouted uh, quite, you know, 30 minutes of unnecessary nonsense every other uh, topic, but we really appreciate you. Please uh, get a hold of me. I would love to send you something of your choice. I'll, I'll send you a link to the store and just pick. I've got some really cool hoodies. I've got some stuff that you can wear in public that won't embarrass you. I've got some cool, um, like, travel mugs. If you want to sip your favorite drink or some or a t-shirt, but just get a hold of me. We'll we'll get that figured out. You're amazing. I really appreciate you. Quick gameplay. Thank you so much for the Canadian $5. When you guys send super chats, it means so much and it's a major support and it helps keeps the studio lights on, keep my fat dog fed. I really appreciate you guys. You're amazing. Quick gameplay says, "What about Microsoft buying Steam?" Makes sense for the direction they could go for the next console. Uh, you don't buy Steam. Steam's gigantic. Leave it alone. Microsoft loves working with them. PlayStation's working with them. Uh, leave Steam. Steam needs to make some games. Steam, Steam needs to get back to making games. And th- th- it's a great storefront. If you guys play on PC, it's a really nice, well-kept, well-functioning place to play games and buy them. It's awesome. Noobs say bot JP45. Thank you for the $5 super chat. He says, just get Call of Duty a full a timed full access with game pass, like 15 hours, like EA games. Hmm. Hmm. That's probably what they would do. I've never even thought of that. Noob Sabot JP 45. Just give call of duty a timed access. Like the first 15 hours of the campaign or 15 hours of you playing the multiplayer mode that comes with game pass. I'm not, Saying I like that because I'm going to go back and say, you promised the game's launch there. I can use the word promise, but I can see them doing an EA access type thing. What do you think about that, Meg? Yeah, that that, 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 that could possibly make sense. Now, the, here's the thing. I'd like to clarify that everything I was saying about not putting a Call of Duty in Game Pass, that's not my decision. Yeah. Colt was asking me, is that my business brain, if I was in charge, would I do it? Or I'm putting myself in their shoes. I, that's, that's what, what I asked I you. Yeah. Not, yeah. Yeah. Not me. But no, no. Because some people think that, that 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 I'm speaking from me, saying, "Oh, don't put it in the game pass." I'm we like, need. A, why would can you I do say a video that? of you at your desk with a big cigar, making the horrible yeah. decisions? I'd love to see. Yeah. That. Like, like, yeah. No kidding, right? So, so the thing is, I that's not me saying that. That's if you were to put me in their shoes, I wouldn't put it in game pass. Yeah. yeah. That's just that's just me. And like I said, that's a business perspective, not a mag perspective. 
So, you know, don't get it twisted, folks. So, anyways, either way, carry on. <laughs> May <laughs> carry on as he is. I, I, I just picture the video. I just want to see the video. Did you know that Phil Spencer <laughs> liked a Tom Warren tweet where he said, uh, Asus tried to make the experience better, but Microsoft needs to step in with support for their games. Uh, it just kind of lends this whole thing. I think Xbox Everywhere is going to be an initiative where Xbox tries to put full support on different platforms or screens. Screens? Especially like the the handhelds and the PC stuff that needs to be more universal. I would really like to be able to move those games across PC regardless or back to console. Like, I don't know. It's a, it's a big ask. We've had a very long show. We've had an arduous journey across a very um, choppy internet, but we appreciate you guys so much. Meg, yes. <laughs> I mean, I wish I could have yeah. let you go before you had to pee, but you left your mic on while you're in there and it sounded like <laughs> you've had a lot of water today. Oh yeah, how you God. been? Tell I, people I, all that yes. stuff. No, I've been I've been doing great. It's a uh, uh, wonderful. I got got a lot of gaming in the, this week, and then this weekend I got a lot of gaming coming up. Uh, my birthday's on Saturday, so it's my birthday week. I'm turning 49. So yes, listen. Everybody says I'm old. I'm still in my 40s. So let's just calm down. I'm not even I'm not even at 50 yet. Uh, but either way, uh, birthday week this week. So Saturday night will be my birthday. Uh, other than that, we're going to be paying very close <clears> attention <throat> to what's going on with gifts. Obviously, send me gifts. Um, and then, of course, we got the, you know, everybody's eyes are going to be on Thursday to see what they got to talk about. And you know that next Monday, we're going to have plenty to say and tear apart and and analyze all the little nuances and everything else they said about Thursday night. But either way, it's been one hell of a show. It's been wonderful. You guys know where to follow me and where to see uh, any of my content. Um, it's going to be, I got a really, really busy week at work this week, a lot of events and a lot of things going on. So I won't be doing any, uh, cooking videos or anything like that, or any singing or any funny stuff. I'm, I'm going to wait on all that till uh, the week after, but either way, everybody have a great night chat. You are always amazing as always. Absolutely adore it. Every, each and every one of you guys are hilarious. And by the way, you've got two new super chats before you close it out. Okay. Thank you, Meg. I appreciate you so much, bro. Um, I am, I love these. I love these. You guys are coming in with the quickness. Um, I, I was ready to make a couple of videos, but everything's in flux right now. And I'm just going to have to wait until after the update. No, we probably won't be streaming it. I don't know if I'll all be streaming it. I'll probably just make a production video so I can break down everything, uh, in a quick and digestible thing. We also didn't talk about how this is going to be on a podcast platform. So you've got Jeff Rubenstein and Tina Amini who will be there asking preset questions to Phil, Matt, and Sarah. So expect a lot of corporate PR speak and some easy softball questions. And I would like to try and break that down. I'm, I'm, I would assume they're going to be on there for, I don't know, 30 minutes plus. I mean, they do a one or two hour show. So I would expect to go through those three leaders at Xbox. It'll take a while. So we'll cover that at the end of the week. Bean got... Bean got that dope. Thank you so much for the $2 super chat. It says, what if they add a Game Pass tier for Activision? That's possible. I mean, they would have to release a ton of so uh, a ton of games, though. I mean, as it stands, I, I understand they have a big catalog, back catalog, but... Oh, that would make me so mad, Meg, if they, if they add a tier for Activision and then the back and pass stuff starts rolling in there for an additional price. We didn't talk about this, but it's very possible that they're adding an extra tier that will allow them to gate off the first party content other than moving them up to ultimate. I don't want that. I, I think it's stupid. Yeah. There, there's, there's a possibility they might add another tier. And then after Thursday, 
Uh, after Thursday, they're gonna be, uh, there's going to be a whole lot of other tears. But anyway, that's a whole other story. But anyways, <laughs> carry on, Colt. <laughs> I'm sorry. That was, that was almost too good. Because of the, you know, the time it took for the, like the electrodes to like snap together for me to get the joke. <laughs> that was great. Um, the, the game passed here is something that we're just predicting based off of, uh, Hey, what do you think they're going to do? It's just like a smart prediction. Yeah. yeah, one, yeah. one last one. Kung Fu hot dog. Thank you so much for the five pound super. He says, hi gents. Colt still waiting for a room tour video. I change it so much in here. I need to do a new one. He says, Indiana Jones in first person is terrible. Plus some of the gameplay looked janky. Godspeed. Wow. What a nice thing for you to drop in. Hey, Colt, love the room. Indiana Jones looks like trash. Hey, that's, that that's Kung Fu hot dog for you. Good friend. Uh, Maggie. Yeah. <laughs> oh, tears, not tears. Nice. Nick in the chat. Just got it. <laughs> Thanks for, thank you guys for putting up the stream uh, on and off. Like I said, yeah, I literally, unbelievable. We, we restarted all of our machines and, it must have been on YouTube side, but we appreciate the uh, 1,200 plus of you that were here. Hit the like button on the way out. Get that sucker up to 600 before we go. Mag, thank you so much. Yes. Call me, bro. Let's talk on the phone. Let's do it yeah, again. Man. Somebody said that I was on the, I was laying down, kicking my feet back on the phone while I was on the phone with you. Like, yeah, tell me all about it, Mag. Tell me the news. <laughs> yeah, we appreciate you guys. We're going to get out of here. Where's the outro? Yeah, Where is it? It's right there. I don't know. Bye. See ya. Kari Taylor, thank you. <laughs> Have a good night.